graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. You bitches can go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Yeah, bitch. Grandma can check her blood pressure. Yeah, bitch. Motherfucking healthcare. Yeah, bitch. People gotta go to fucking work to not get motherfucking paid. Now, bitch. It's been a little over three weeks. Now, bitch. I know a lot of y'all don't care. Now, bitch. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you are talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And my microphone is the one, as we were discussing. Oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just going to keep drinking here while you do this. Well, right, be- right before the episode started, <laughs> the, the microphone that I record on, and I, I don't think if the quality of the episode is bad, it's sometimes I have to upload it in a shitty, uh, I have to, because my Wi-Fi sucks balls, so sometimes I have to upload it like in a lower quality. But I've had this microphone for, you know, the podcast is what, coming up on like seven years old now? And in, in, in about two, three months, it'll be seven years. I've had this microphone for like six of them. You know, this is the one. This is the microphone. This has been dropped in book bags. <laughs> this is the one. It's the one. This microphone's been with me longer than any fucking serious relationship I've ever been what in. What is this? What is this? Babylon 5 and Zathras? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, just... I use that reference, folks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's it's my baby. It's, you know, it's it's been with me. Longer than I've been in certain relationships, longer than any relationship I've ever been with a person, uh, you know, I, you know, in a, you know, in a, in a, in, a, in like a, a relationship, like a sexual relationship, or, or what's the word I'm looking for? Just a relationship, not friends, but you know, in a, as you know, this this microphone's been my partner longer than people that have been in my life. Um, so, because uh, what we were talking about right before this episode started is I had. For the for for the long term listeners who really remember, um, when I first started doing the show, I was always pushing my eBay page. Well, you know, uh, times being the way they are, you know, it's time to you know tighten the belt and take care of some shit. So I've gotten my eBay. I've started my eBay page way up and up and running again. So uh, if you want to go on eBay, you can search for XLNYC. And I'm just selling. I mean, like I'm the stuff I started with is a lot of stuff from Comic Con. And stuff that you know you're not going to find in the store and stuff like that. Um, I got some cool Halloween decorations uh, from my old job. Stuff that they were like literally going to throw in the garbage. And I'm like, it's like these cool uh, for horror movie fans. It's from this movie called Trick or Treat that came out uh, about ten years ago. And they were they were celebrating. This company was celebrating like the release of the Blu-ray. So. Uh, I guess the company that I was working at, you know, they hired them to, to, to print out these things and they, and they look like the old school, um, decorations. And so what I did is, uh, 
when they were done printing, you know, the, the companies like that, you always print more than what you need just in case there's an issue. And then, like, they were literally going to throw them in the garbage. And I said, fuck you. I'll take them. So I got, like, stuff like that, you know, Comic-Con stuff, you know, Green Lantern rings. I have, you know, sometimes you, you know, being the kind of person I am that you kind of collect and, you know, you buy something, it's still in the box. You never, you know, you never took it out of the box. You know, I got, like, you know, DC figures. I have... You know, I, I I put a I put like two three video games that I had unopened. Those fucking video games sold automatically because <coughs> what I do is like I'll find the lowest like if I find some if it's something that's just been sitting there, you know, and and like I'm never gonna fucking open it or you know I'm waiting for this rainy day to fucking open it, you know, and it's something and you know it sells online for you know twenty dollars, I'll sell it for like nineteen dollars and fifty cents. So and most people who are like me. They always, when you go on eBay and you sort, you know, <laughs> lowest first, because I hate when they give you like, here's what matches the most. No, this is, you have some sort of, you know, the, the algorithm always works in favor of, you know, those people that are like, and, you know, and who or whoever buys the first one you see, right? Don't you always sort it lowest to highest? Yeah. You know, you know that's, that's like the general rule. <laughs> so, so like I said, if it's something that costs like $20, I'll charge nineteen fifty. So it's the first thing. And, uh, you know, you know, I've, I've made a couple bucks so far. I mean, nothing to fucking write home about, but, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that as I go more and more, uh, you know, you put a little bit here, a little bit there. So then, you know, maybe I'll be, uh, you know, we'll get that ball rolling soon. Uh, you know, and for those people who've been following the show, you know, I am now officially full time. And I mean, I won't see that paycheck until next week, but you know, it's nice. It's nice sitting at home. And, and, and working from home. So if I want to get up and take a shit, I can get up and take a shit. If I want to go and, you know, if, you know, you should so be nice fapping. Yeah. You should so be nice fapping. If you want to fap, you can fucking just, hey, you know, I don't feel, you know, I'm going to put it work aside for a I, little bit. <laughs> I really hope, I really hope you're not fapping as well as doing that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I say like doing like, you know, like if you're working. You know, and then like, sometimes you get the urge to just crank one out. Yeah, you could just, you know, go to a different browser, <laughs> bring up your your porn site of show, of choice. Mine happens to be uh, xnxx dot com. <laughs> yeah, you crank one out. You get back to, you get back to uh, I'm work. just gonna keep doing stuff on the computer and then <laughs> just ignore you. And let me tell you, it's been good. It's good that I've been staying home because because one today, you know what they said we had. I heard two different versions. I heard the wind was thirty five miles per hour. Then I heard, I heard someone said seventy miles per hour, but I I don't think that I don't think that's right. Even though we didn't, we have we had like a hundred mile an hour like two years ago. Like right, a, 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 like the cross across from where I live, a fucking tree was ripped out of the ground. So I heard thirty miles an hour. I heard fifteen miles an hour. All I'm saying is that my house was fucking like when the wind blew like not that my house was like shaking shaking what not like earthquake but you felt it in the house like the wind was blowing really hard you know the you'll hear it against the windows so you know it's nice that i don't have to go outside and deal with that fucking bullshit and uh and just last week something you know since our last episode we had the fucking polar vortex you know and these things seem to fucking you know these things seem to be coming a lot more frequently cuz remember this isn't the you know we've had a polar vortex relatively recently other than the one with that we just had and you know up here in upstate new york you know up in rochester you know up here negative 15 degrees you know and and like it's one of those deals where like that's where you literally have <laughs> to have everything covered you know you can't you can't go out without gloves you can't go out without 
some sort of head covering. Because if not, your you know the, your fingertips will freeze. You know, and it's it's that's like it's like literally damaging uh, for you to be outside. You know, you get what they call exposure. You know that that you know. It, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you're not going to stand out there and and continue to, but you know, like, but you know, homeless people, people that are not too sharp in their heads, older people that are that, that remember, did you hear in the news or something like that? That was like a, I had heard through the grapevine that there was like a, an old guy that died outside. That, really? You, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how true that is, so don't quote me on that, but. You know, an older person, you know, doesn't have all their faculties. They go outside. This kind of weather will kill you, you know, not to mention, you know, you got cars, cars sliding on the road uh, up by us. We had a, you know, there, there was a video on a local highway of a fucking uh, of a 16 wheeler track, the trailer sliding sideways. Like it was it was facing <laughs> it was facing the way traffic was supposed to go. But gravity and the black ice had it just go sideways to the left. <laughs> Which is fucking terrifying. If you and um and uh, you know, so I don't want to go out in this fucking weather. It's too fucking cold under a blanket. But, you know, I'm working. I'm oh done. <laughs> and because uh, was, was what else was there? There was the polar vortex. There was the wind. I could have sworn there was something. But I was reading somewhere. I was looking online because I was always looking up the weather. And it was like you know, uh, where the national average snow is 34 inches in a year. Rochester gets 89 inches in a year. So it just shows you. You know, and but then uh, that's that's what I wanted to say, and it shows you how freaky the weather is, because uh, like with global warming, because while we're suffering the fucking polar vortex, Australia is having one of its hottest summers on record. You know, the you know since they're since they're south of the equator, you know our our winter is their summer, and you know with us having the high you know super cold, they're also getting it super hot. So, you know. Something's not quite, you know, something's not right going on here. Uh, so what did you do for the Super Bowl? Worked. You worked? Worked. I had read somewhere, and I really should start fucking, like, keeping track of where I get all this stuff from, but uh, it said that that weekend was the lowest movie weekend in, like, years. Like, well, the weekend of the Super I mean, Bowl. it had more to do with, for, for, I think. For movies and stuff. The movies, well, the movies were terrible. There's that. <laughs> and you know it just it is what it is you know yeah. <clears throat> so you so, were working while the game was playing oh yeah, yeah and, well, oh yes congratulations on your on your uh your promotion oh i'm very happy trust me so, so you and i are both moving up in a world you know you got you got a nice uh, a nice little bump in pay and now oh, yeah. and now i'm working full time so that's you know things, <laughs> at least things in that in that realm are, are doing good yeah at least in that realm <laughs> uh but during and it's one of those deals where like watching the Super Bowl, you know, I'm not a sports guy. I <laughs> really don't care. And especially, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's because I've alienated everybody I know. But like nobody's having nobody, or at least not on Facebook. No one, no one let me know that there's like a no one's having like a Super Bowl party. Like for some reason, it just feels like like years ago people had. And I guess maybe because also. You know, here upstate New York, you know, we really don't give a shit about New England, <laughs> even though we're we're physically close to them, you know, or or you know, we definitely don't care about L.A. So maybe maybe they're you know, if, if it was like for more closer teams, like if the Bills, if the Bills <clears throat> fucking made a deal with the devil and somehow made it to the Super Bowl, uh, they'd probably be parties up here because you know, I'm oh yeah, there would there would be parties all over. You can. <laughs> And it's sort of, and it's sort of like, you know, for me to watch a game, because at least if I go to a friend's house and the game is on, and like my friends obviously have a, a, you know, someone that they're rooting for, I can sit there and go, okay, I'm going to root for, 
you know, like if I was with friends and stuff like that, and and, and generally, I mean, also just being a New Yorker and 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 hating uh, Boston and and the like, you know, I, obviously I was rooting against uh, Tom Brady because you know he's a cheater. You know, there's a you know, <laughs> you know, he's handsome, he's wealthy, uh, <laughs> he's charming, he has a supermodel wife. There's many reasons to hate this man. Um, so I was definitely rooting against them, but it's more fun. Like if I was in a group of people, cause then I could kind of like, you know, you could bounce off it. I was watching the game and, you know, I had my daughter with me and my daughter's sort of doing her own thing. You know, she's not really watching. And it's funny cause she even says, dad, you hate football. Cause she's, she's heard me say it a bunch of times. Cause sometimes <laughs> like, you know, I'll watch, I like to watch uh stuff on Fox, you know, Sunday nights. It's usually, you know, uh, you know, Simpsons and family guy. And like, sometimes like the football game will preempt them. You know, like you turn on the TV at eight o'clock to watch The Simpsons, and there's a fucking football game going on. I'm like, motherfucker, I hate that shit. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I am not a football fan. And and so even like my daughter's like, why are you watching this game if you don't like football? And I'm like, well, this is kind of an important game. Everyone's going to be talking about it tomorrow, so I kind of want to watch it. And of course, you know, like, I, you know, I'm I'm definitely the the very casual fan where I'm watching it more for the commercials than the actual game itself. Um, which I mean, and it's funny because, you know, it's just like we've gone to an age now where these things get put on fucking YouTube. Now, luckily this year, nothing was really spoiled for me because usually in the past couple of years, sometimes like they've been putting out, they put out the commercials early and not that I was actively avoiding them, but like, I didn't, I, I saw like maybe two, <coughs> two or three commercials, like, you know, like that people have shared online, but I wasn't like actively looking at them. Um, there was one good, there was one good surprise one, and I will talk about it in a little bit, a little bit. Uh, but the first one was the Avengers Endgame trailer, which I fucking, I blinked for a second and missed it. Like, why did they even bother? Cause you know, they put out that trailer, they put out a trailer, what, about a month ago for the, for, for Endgame. And the one that they put out now, mind you, had they never put out that trailer, the Avengers trailer, uh, <laughs> like a month ago or whenever that one came out this, I would have been so jazzed about this. Just seeing anything from Endgame would have made me super excited, but like they had like a teaser length trailer. It's like, it's like literally uh, a 30 second trailer for a movie, which obviously, you know, I mean, of course it's big money and it's not like, you know, why spend all that money for the Super Bowl when they know we're going to come, <laughs> they, they, they know we're going to go see it. I think they kind of put the commercial to the Super Bowl because they kind of felt like, well, we have to advertise. It's going to, you know, it's it's the crown jewel uh, of the Marvel movies right now. And of course, yes, there's Captain Marvel and yes, there's Spider-Man and, and all the other movies. And But, you know, we kind of have to put this. We, ha- we kind of have to. We can't we can't not put something out. But it was sort of, you know, like I said, it was super quick. Um it was, you know, they really didn't show anything like super new. It was cool to see like a rocket, uh, rocket raccoon wearing his, uh, and this is, this is, this stuff slides into the nerdy news, but we could talk about it now because it's kind of like their everyday Super Bowl stuff. Um, rocket raccoon wearing his more traditional, uh, outfit, the, the, you know, one looks like a, a band leader. What they, what they call those? The guy that, you know, the, the kids in like in the marching band or whatever. He looks like someone right. of those. Um, you know, the whole commercial had that, it was that weird stylized thing where everything was in black and white except for like <laughs> one thing on the screen. So like they had like, you know, they showed Spider-Man, but like Spider-Man was like, he was the only thing red on the screen and the Captain America, like only his shield, 
you know, the highlights, the red highlights in the shield. So it was this weird stylized commercial. And like it literally, I missed half the commercial because like I was, I turned my head for a second and it was, it was like the first commercial left of the break. And I turned my head for a second and I turned back and I'm like, oh shit, that was the fucking Avengers commercial. <laughs> like I was like halfway through it. And, uh, you know, and I missed it. Like, I, I, I don't want to say I missed it, but I mean, I, I kind of missed half of it. And then I saw it. And then, and of course, of course, you know, 10 minutes later, it's on YouTube, you know, where, and I love how, like, you'll go on YouTube and you'll search and, you know, and you'll see the video and it has, you know, 10 million views. And it's not even like the Marvel one. It's not even like the one Marvel, like, officially released. It's like some weird, you know, you know, some weird, like, Alibaba movies or some shit like that. You know, like, what the f- how the fuck did they get it and it got 10 million, <coughs> 10 million views before fucking Marvel? Um, but I guess, you know, I guess if you release it fast enough and, you know, more people watch it through sharing, you know, like, you know, if, if someone puts it on Facebook, I'm going to just watch it on Facebook. I'm not going to like, oh, let me go to YouTube.com and type for Avengers Endgame to, you know, Super Bowl trailer. You know, if someone already shared it on Facebook, I'll just click on that link. So I guess that's probably how those... uh those numbers get high for something that's like obviously a bootleg. And I don't think like Alibaba movies fucking, <laughs> you know, gets a copyright strike. And, you know, in the Marvel, they're not going to push it because, hey, it's com- it's a fucking commercial. You know, they're not stealing content. They're stealing a commercial, which is, you know, money's going to go in their pockets anyway. Um, and, dude, like I fucking I fell asleep during the third the third quarter. It was it's they said it was the lowest scoring game in the history of like the Super Bowl. 13 to 3. Well, it should have been the Saints, but you know. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, d- during the third. Dude, we could quarter, have a whole conversation about that, but I'm not even going to do that. I, I, I didn't watch the game, so I mean, I don't know how much I can contribute, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, from what I understand, it was a lot of people that were furious. Saints had their opportunity robbed from them by, you know, the blind rest. And I guarantee you, dude, 10, 15 <coughs> years from now, we're this, you know, like, you know, we learned about Inflategate years later. I guarantee you 10, 15 years from now, we're going to, there. I get, there's, there's a story brewing here somewhere. You know, there's people who make, there are people who are making big money and that are influencing these fucking refs and stuff like that. And I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, like anything else, you know, everybody has a price and, you know, if you push hard enough, I'm pretty sure, you know, you could squeeze anybody you like. And so I guarantee you, you know, you heard it here first. There's going to be something that makes Inflategate look like a fucking, the kids, you know, kindergarten party. I guarantee you there's going to, there's some, there's some major rig. But then again, like, I don't give a shit about football. So, you know, but you heard it here first. Um, (laughs) (laughs) there was a trailer for, it's, oh, why do I have this, all this? I have all this in my fucking, uh, in my nerdy news. Let's, let's, let's move on. We'll go, we'll go back to the Super Bowl ads. Um, we got Valentine's Day coming up. And I had posted, uh, I had posted a, I just recently, earlier today, I posted a picture of, uh, uh they're selling, uh, bacon roses, where they take a piece of bacon and they roll it up to look like a rose and they put it on the top of this fake stem. <laughs> and the funny thing, the website that it was selling, it was like, we're so booked that if, even if you order right now, we can't, like, it's a week before Valentine's or whatever, like, we can't even fulfill any orders by Valentine's Day, we're that booked up. But, um, you know, I've been, I, and once again, this is kind of a conversation we'll have before the episode. Uh, these dating sites, you know, now that, now that my money, you know, now that I'm kind of getting a raise, I mean, you know, I'm working, I'm getting, I'm working more hours. I'm getting paid for more hours. Um, you know, I'm playing with the idea of using these dating sites. And like last year, I want to say either early last year, I had used, uh, you know, I, I'm on OK Cupid or whatever. 
and so they had they have this they have like a deal over like, well it's like you could have you could use OK Keep it for a month and pay twenty dollars, and there were, I know there was like a middle one, and they were like, or you could use the site for for eight dollars a month for the next six months. And my thing is that what does that tell you about the site and their confidence in finding you a date if they're gonna have a six month plan? They, it's what it's gonna take me six months for you to find somebody to hook me up with, you know? And it's not like. It's not like these fucking sites. It's not like the 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 one. There's a few options that are added when you have a paid account. Because like if some because you could like somebody, you could like someone's profile. You do a thing and it likes. But the way the website works is the website doesn't let them know you like them unless they like you. So it's sort of like they, you know, oh yeah, that's that's. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, because I've gotten those. I've gotten the it's a match, you know. <laughs> so you know they'll let you know. And then also like, and let's be real here, you know, when you're sorting through, cause there's, there's these options you can sort through, you know, and you could age range and then there's body type. And look, I'm a fat fuck, but you know, <laughs> you know did you know there's an app for that? No. Okay, well, I'm just saying is, is, you know, obviously, you know, <clears throat> I, you know, and as is call me a self-hating fat man, you know, you know, if I, if I self-hating want self-hating fat man. Yeah. If you know, no, I was calling you a self-hating fat man. There you go. <laughs> what I'm just saying is, obviously, if I'm looking for a girl, I'm looking for more thinner chicks. You know, let's fucking be real. But and the whole thing is that if you don't, everybody is unfortunately, if you don't, that option. If you if you're not if you're using the free version of the app, that doesn't show up. You know, you mm. can't search for body type. You know, you could do like age range, like you know. Which is, you know, because because uh, let me tell you, women over the age of fifty five love me. You know, if I ever wanted to go the fucking cougar route, and when I say cougar, I, I use the phrase very fucking loosely because these women are over fifty five and look over fifty five. <laughs> you know, these aren't women over fifty five; they look like they're in their their forties. Um, and uh, and like I said, look, I'm a fat guy, and I think, look, guys are looking for skinny girls. Girls are looking for rich guys. Let's just fucking let's you know. Girls like a guy that could take care of the bills, and men like women that look good in tight jeans. It's the it's the fucking, you know, and and yeah, we could sit here and bullshit ourselves and like you know you you, know, you get what it like you know and I hey, look I married a heavy set woman, you know I've dated heavy set women, you know, uh, you know you settle, <laughs> you find someone you're like, eh, you know I guess well I'll, I'll, I'll I, I don't put up think with it's <laughs> I wouldn't say that you have to settle I would say more or less that it's you know, you fall in love with somebody, you you like what you see, and you want to be with that person. But it's then it's like, you well, it's know, set, it's what is <laughs> settle as in, I know I'm not going to get any better than this. <laughs> so, wow. so you know, let's let's hook up. You know, well, um, this is real fucking jaded and sick. So yeah, so uh, but once again, with these dating sites, it's sort of like, why are you charging me? Why do you have a six month plan? You know, hopefully if you do your shit right, you know, I'd have, you know, and obviously the first couple, you know, you're going to go on a couple of dates and maybe, you know, you'll, you you have to go through a couple of bad ones, you know, to, you know, and trust me, I've been, I've, I've had a couple of awkward first dates, you know, but first you got to find <laughs> someone that actually wants to meet up with you. Cause that's like, that's the first thing. Cause you know, and I remember this back when I was heavy into trying to find somebody online, you know, you talk to somebody, talk to somebody, talk to somebody, all right, let's go out, and then they have a fucking issue, oh, you know. And it's basically, you know, they get cold feet and they don't want to go out. And of course, you know, it is, it is very stressful. 
you know, leaving a house to meet up with a stranger. But, you know, I try my best to be like, you know, let him know I'm not threatening or anything like that. Um, you know, and then if then sometimes you do have the first date and you're like, oh, no, this person, <laughs> me and this person are not going to fucking get along. You know, now that I've seen them in real life, I can I can see the crazy in their eyes. And that shit ain't going to thank you for your you know, thank you for your time. Have a nice life. Um, but once again, you know, it's, it's so weird that they have like these weird, you know, tiered payment you know, if I six months, you you better find me somebody. Um, what what else I have here? Uh, the State of the Union address, which <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now, I didn't see it live. I did watch it the next only because I watched I, parts of it. I couldn't stand it honestly. Yeah, and and you know it is when I'm working, I can, you know, one of the beauties of you know my job is that you know I can have you know I can have the TV on and I can watch you know and like you know I'll do the where I stream from YouTube. I have a, a Chromecast so like you can watch YouTube videos on the, uh, on the site. And I'm, and of course, like, you know, you, of course the next day, you know, a bunch of sites had it, but you know, I'm looking for like the most generic middle of the road. Like I, I, I streamed it off like the C-SPAN <laughs> YouTube page. Uh, you know, like I'm, I'm looking for the most general, I don't want to stream it from Fox and, 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 and don't get me wrong. I'm more of a, a, a CNN person, but I don't want to scream it off CNN. Give me fucking C-SPAN. Give me the, you know, the good old C-SPAN is basically a security camera. <laughs> you That's know? funny. Uh, so I streamed it off a of C-SPAN <coughs> and, uh, you know, watched it. And, and let me, let me just say this. And obviously look, anti-Trump all the fucking. Yep. I would say maybe the first hour of him talking if it wasn't coming from him i would agree with that makes any sense and, and once again like i know this is gonna sound weird and maybe since you didn't watch it and it, it, you know let me just say that well what it, kind of things were you talking about because like, i did watch most of it like but. you know you know i do i i do believe in you know i do believe in uh you know well i mean he, he was talking about like you know doing stuff like <clears throat> you know supporting the troops and and and, uh, you know, you know, doing things to help the middle class and stuff like that, uh, you know, and of course, you know, and, 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 you know, I do believe in border security, security, you know what I'm saying? I do. But that being said, it's coming from him and he's saying it as lip service. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, let's rewind this just a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, border security. Where, where, where do we need border security? Well, no, I mean, I, I believe, you know, the, the, our, I believe our border should be patrolled, but, you know. Yeah, but do you think we need a huge fence for it? Oh, no, no, that's what I'm saying is, is that's, that's an incredible waste of money. But, uh, but my, that's the whole but thing. See, that's what he's trying to get though, dude, is he's trying to get this fence, this, I'm sorry, let me, let me say it the right way. Quote unquote, sim, uh, fence with quotations because that's what he wants, but really all he, all he wants to do is please people. And, you know, it's kind of funny because CNN has made this out, has made the point, made him look bad several times mm-hmm. by sitting there going, we're literally right here on Canada. We're right here on the border of Canada and the United States, and there's no fence. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, everybody that's been sneaking in has been coming through Canada. And it's <laughs> like, you know, now they were they were making the point that literally when you cross over the line, there's a sensor that picks up and within like – two seconds there's border patrol on you Mm -hmm. so obviously they got something going on (laughs) yeah you know know, i mean my point is is that he was saying stuff but he was saying it to say it you know what i'm saying like i like and 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 maybe next time i'll take a little better notes or whatever but all i'm saying is that 
you know, if if I was reading the transcripts, or if or if if, if some if it, if those words were coming out of someone else's mouth, then I'd be like, okay, you know, I believe this person, but it's coming from him, and it's like this everything he's saying is bullshit. You know, it's, it's one of those, you know, like you know, like if you have if you know if you see two people, and you know one person's always lying all the time. And, and, you know, you say, you can say a fact, you know, the, per- the person who tells the truth all the time, you know, the sky is blue. The person who lies all the time, they say the sky is blue. You fucking question it. <laughs> like, is this guy really blue? <laughs> you know, maybe it's gray out today. You know, it's just when it comes from a person who's constantly lying and constantly uh, manipulating, trying to, uh, you know, use people's uh, prejudices to, to, to support his agenda and, you know, getting people to blindly follow him. With outrageous and stupid shit, you know, he was saying stuff that makes sense, but knowing that it's coming from him, you know, it's a fucking lie. And and you know, and I'm like once, you know, that's that's my whole point is that, you know, he was saying shit. That, and once again, I wish I had, I wish I had taken notes or something. But you know, I'm not saying is that I'm watching it and like you know, my my eyes, I I strained my eyeballs from rolling so fucking hard. Um, you know, so that was you know, so I watched. I will it. give you this. I will give you this. Like. Um, basically, um, he basically is, has a new, he has a new writer somehow. And I, I don't know how he does it, but <laughs> he does. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, have, they, they hire people and, 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 and whoever the writer is, is, is saying all the right things, but you know, the person's not going to back it up. And once again, let's use that analogy. You know, someone who lies all the time and someone who always tells the truth. If you have that friend that tells the truth and that friend says, you know, you and me, we're going to go on vacation next month. You know, all right. You know, that's fantastic. If you have the friend that lies all the time, you know, they'll give you the exact same news. Hey, you and me, we're going to go on vacation next month. You know, you're going <laughs> to fucking sit there and question like, yeah, OK, whatever. You know, what I'm saying? you know, both times you want to go on vacation. But when you hear when you hear it coming from a voice from the mouth of someone who's always lying and always fucking full of shit, you know, you, you don't take that good news the same way. You're like, oh, this person's full of shit. They're always full of shit. They have a track record of being full of shit. You know, I guess we're not going to go on vacation next month. <laughs> um, right. So, uh, so I had spent my evening, the <laughs> evening of the, uh, and now mind you, cause that's, you know, that was, it was originally scheduled to be earlier, but we were in the middle of the fucking shutdown. And then they, and then magically, the day they, hi- the day they arrest, uh, Roger Stone, his, like, one of his main advisors, uh, now magically the fucking, now he caves in. <laughs> he takes a knee, he you know, he bows the knee, he bends the knee and fucking says, Okay, we could have the government back running you know, and of course he has to throw a little caveat, we're gonna give it three weeks and see if it goes through, you know. Which is his, <laughs> his, a nice way of him saying like, you know, you know, I, I can be a scumbag piece piece of shit and fucking hold the fucking government for hostage again. But uh like the day after and I and totally by accident, I wasn't looking this up on purpose, you know, I'm scrolling through Netflix and there was a documentary that came out in like 2016 called Get Me Roger Stone. And it's a documentary. And uh, and of course, you know, this it's a left leaning documentary. But these guys were actually with Roger Stone. Like these guys, they were following him around. And then the funny thing is, like, he's when uh, when the doc, when the camera crew's following him around, he's introducing the camera crew to people that he knows. He's introducing the camera crew to his mother when he, you know, like his mother lives with him in his house. And. He was basically saying, like, you know, he tells him, you know, these are the, this is a camera crew. They're following me. Don't trust them. <laughs> you know, they're the liberal media. 
Like literally saying that. Don't trust him. They're liberal, liberal media. And then there's another part where, you know, the camera crew's following him where he's going to some sort of meeting with some other like super conservative guy. And he's like, you know, you know, these are the guys. And even he, he says it in front of the cameras. These are, these are, these are guys making a documentary. They're going to, you know, trying their best to make me look like I'm the <clears> bad guy or whatever. But uh, Roger Stone, like, the guy has a fucking tattoo of Richard Nixon on his back. Um, you know, he, uh, back in the 80s, first, uh, now mind you, he was part of the team that helped get Reagan elected. Now, he was part of that team, and then what he did was, uh, after he helped get Reagan elected, usually people who do stuff like that, they'll go go about their business. He started his, him and uh, Manafort, the other guy that this also has felt who you know is locked up and has felony charges, they started this company where they booked themselves, they build themselves as advisors. And what they were doing was, since they helped get George, uh, since they helped get Ronald Reagan elected, they would charge these fucking like third world dictators, and they would they would go to the dictator and go, you know what, you know I'm <laughs> friends with Ronald Reagan, I helped him get his fucking position of power. If you give me forty million dollars. I'll let you talk to Ronald Reagan. Now, mind you, they're they're putting that in the books as their advisors. You know what I'm saying? An advisor is a very fucking broad term. Anybody can be an advisor on anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could do this podcast and say I'm a fucking, I'm a jerking off fucking advisor. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a masturbation advisor. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you could put yourself, you could call yourself that title and he's doing what's basically fucking illegal and, 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 and charging third world dictators who Generally, you know, like through the UN and everything, would never ever get a fucking audience with Ronald Reagan. But they're like, hey, you know, if you give me forty million dollars, you know, uh, I can get you. I can get. I, I can arrange a meeting with you and Ronald Reagan. Now, mind you, that being said, <laughs> uh, you know, and a, a dictator, you know, if a dictator, oh, I, sure, I, I don't mind. I can get forty million dollars. You know, sure, fuck my people. <laughs> you know, saying let my people starve. You know, I'm gonna fucking. You know, <laughs> I, I've. You know, I've. I've. I, you know, you know the, what they call those the Cougarans, the the uh, the old like German coins and gold, which came from like the fucking Jews that they killed. You know, what I'm saying, you know, these guys are laundering money and 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 all the shit. You know, with the Cougarans, and you know, sure, I, I got forty million dollars. You know, you know, give me twenty <laughs> minutes. You know, and so, you know, he helped third world fucking uh, genocidal uh, dictators. Get an audience with Ronald Reagan, and then you know, and Ronald Reagan doesn't want to bite the fucking hand that feeds, because Roger Stone was the kind of guy that helped get him elected. Um, you know, he was he was the one, and it's funny, you know, we all talk about Donald Trump. He was pushing for Donald Trump to run for fucking office in the eighties. He wanted Donald Trump to fucking take over after fucking Reagan, and and Donald Trump was always kind of dragging his feet. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I, um, quite frankly, it's sort of like he kind of, Roger Stone is kind of the reason we even got like the apprentice TV show because he wanted to get Donald Trump in the public eye. And, and of course, you know, and then that feeds right into Donald Trump's ego. Like, you know, he's playing Donald Trump like a fucking puppet, you know, to get Donald Trump, uh, elected because I think I, I, you know, what did he do with Ronald Reagan? He got third world leaders to pay him $40 million to meet Ronald Reagan and, you know, Vladimir Putin, <laughs> Kim Jong un. You know, I think he was he was trying to position himself in a in a way where you know he could get Donald Trump to go meet because uh, when it comes to like the whole um, uh, uh, seeing the birth certificate thing, he put that thought in Donald Trump's head. He was the one that said, "I want to put, I want to put, uh, um, you know, I want to put Trump, I want to 
put Trump in office, so I need him <laughs> to like discredit the president, Obama, by asking about the the birth certificate. And he was grooming Donald Trump to be a fucking presidential candidate. And so he kind of said, you know, and it worked. Should, yeah, it, it's saying like you should, you know, you know, a lot of people in this country don't like a black president. You should have keep, you know, push the issue about it was his birth certificate because people are not going to believe. You know, this guy's a fucking puppet master. You know, and don't be wrong. You know, Don, look, Donald Trump is complicit. It's not like Donald Trump is some fucking guy with his thumb up his ass. You know, oh, no, but he's not. but Donald Trump is very egotistical, and Roger Stone manipulated him and played him, and I'm and got the you know and and got the man in office and he wanted to bring back his old you know unfortunately uh, you know Donald Trump has so many shady fucking dealings that we're looking into all the shit that if we weren't looking Roger Stone would still be doing the same shady shit he was doing with Ronald Reagan so you know it was a great fucking documentary it's called Get Me Roger Stone um and then and now mind you you know the now they're talking about the guy and this is something he did in the 80s also um, shit, I forgot the guy, I forgot the, 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 there was a conservative Republican and it's, it's killing me because I forgot his name. They had him run as an independent because they wanted to disrupt the election where, you know, we had an independent in the middle. Uh, so it, it, you know, it's one of those deals where like people like they'll not vote for <clears throat> Democrat. They'll just put, and it's killing me because he was a, he was a very famous conservative Republican and he said, I'm going to run, you know, uh, for, you know, uh, you know, the, I'm going to run center. I'm not going to run, you know, Democrat or Republican. I'm going to run independent. And now we have this fucking asshole, the guy who runs the Starbucks, and he's doing the same thing because for all intents and purposes, he's a Republican. He's been a Republican. But yeah, now he, he's saying, oh, I'm... I want to run. I want to run independent because he wants to be there to take votes away from the Democrats. You know what I'm saying? Because when a person runs independent, they can say anything they want. Oh, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to help everybody, and I'm going to do whatever the fuck, you know. And then, unfortunately, there are Democrats, there are people who gen- who would vote generally vote Democrat, who go, well, he's saying everything I want to hear, and I'm going to vote for him, and not vote for their, not vote with their party. And then, and that, so, you know, what really yeah, looks so- like, like, it's was supposed to be one-on-one, if you take that one and split it, now it's two against one, but that one, you know... Uh, you know the house divided can't stand, and 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 so that's exactly what this asshole's doing. The guy that who runs Starbucks, he's there just to disrupt. You know, he's there to to, to disrupt any. Obviously, the, there's going to be a giant backlash against Donald Trump in the next election. But if you know, if, if we can get an independent to promise Democrats, if people who would generally vote Democrat, if promise them the world, you know, then maybe we could get them to you know, you know, because the conservatives and the Republicans are going to vote for Trump. <laughs> These people, they love Trump, and and you know, unless unless you're a federal worker, <laughs> if you're a federal worker and you're and you're a Republican and you vote for Trump, you're a fucking idiot. Um, you know, uh, the guy literally fucking kept money from being coming to your house for an entire month. Uh, but like that's you know, it's 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 sad that fucking history is repeating itself. And and I guarantee you, if you follow the fucking strings, you'll see that Roger Stone has been you know pushing you know pushing this agenda from behind the scenes and that's that's my whole <laughs> that's my whole be- the whole bit on uh roger stone um so uh did you want to talk about uh this uh anime controversy going on yeah it's not, I, it's not i mean this isn't this is more versus regular news not nerdy news um but all right let me preface this by saying that you know earlier this year and this was something that was announced a couple months ago uh, Dragon Ball Z, you know, and and you know of of the animes that are out there, Dragon Ball Z is so you know 
the most popular. I mean, I can't think of any other anime that's more popular than Dragon Ball Z. Um, they had released a movie earlier this year. Uh, you know, for I mean, in New York City alone, I mean, like they had they had the screening in Madison Square Garden. Am I am I am I am correct? I, yep. Yeah. Yep. They had they had a premiere in L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, of a, a big fucking premiere, and this movie for for anime movies and and that broke all types of records. It was Dragon Ball Z, the Broly saga. Am I am I is that am I saying that correctly? Broly? No, it's Dragon Ball Super Broly is what it's Dra- called. Dragon Ball so. Super Broly. Yeah, forgive me. And it's is I hear I interview the people who fucking do the voices in this shit. <laughs> and 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 it's funny that you know and it's weird that I could I could interview you know Chris Sabat and 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 uh, Chris Sabat Chris Sabat who's the guy that's always with Sabat? Uh, 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 uh. Sean Schimmel. Sean Schimmel. I've interviewed Monica Real. I've I've interviewed uh, uh, Ian Scott. Or no, Scott, not Scott. Ian Sinclair. You know, I've interviewed people, and and, and it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that they, I could have <laughs> interviewed this man that we're just about to talk about. Uh, but it's funny that I've interviewed, I've interviewed people that are like top of the fucking mountain, and I don't even, <laughs> I don't know or care who they are. <laughs> and don't be wrong, I appreciate their stance in the anime community. Uh, uh, I interviewed what last uh, last uh, Comic Con I had the girl from uh, Legend of Korra. I mean, she was doing a different show. She was doing, uh, you know, uh, Stan versus Evil uh, thing. But I interviewed, you know, it's funny. Everyone else at the table was wanted to interview her about anime stuff. And I'm talking to her about Stan against Evil. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, the gentleman we're talking about, and I say gentleman, uh, you know, Vic Mignogna? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot pronounce names, M-I-G-N-O-G-N-A. <laughs> I think I have that. I have that here in my notes. I couldn't. It's uh, Vic Mignogna. Mignogna. Yeah, a very, very Italian name, but he's a he's an anime and is the voice of Broly. Broly. So here we are, Dragon Ball Super, the biggest movie, uh, the, you know the the you know uh, the biggest accomplishment, and, and especially in recent times, because you know, and, and 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 here we are, you know, celebrating. We should be on the top of the mountain, dancing and shaking our hands and cheering, and then. <laughs> I'll yeah. let you fill in on what what happened after that. So basically, um, Vic is known for being. Uh, so l- let me let me just say it this way because he's not like he's not some kind of rapist. He doesn't assault people, but sometimes he's a little handsy. Like, <laughs> handsy, and I don't. And it's not like he's like going around raping girls or assaulting girls or anything like that. I want to make sure that that's understood. Like that's not happening. What's happening is, is you know, he's just going a little too far and people don't like it. Um, so that came up as part of all this. <clears throat> and, you know, basically people were like, you know, there's the people that are like, don't, don't, you know, don't go after Vic. Vic is innocent. We love Vic, blah, blah, blah. And then you got the other people, which started about to be a, a smaller segment, which was, um, believe the victims and whatever else. My stance always on this is pretty simple, and it's, it's the same thing. I think the way that you and you can say it for yourself if you want, but mm-hmm. um, pretty much, I think we're kind of on the same page here. Um, basically, I don't want to. I don't want to commit to blaming somebody until I know all the details. And I, I know that there has been. I know that for a fact because we've. I've met. Pignana in person. Um, he's a nice guy. Uh, I, I don't think that he means anything 
ill will. I don't think that he's like trying to go out and hurt people. Yeah. I mean, when, I, I, he's Italian. <laughs> you know, yeah. Italians are very passionate people. <laughs> well, and then, and then that's the thing. Like, I, I think people don't get the fact that this guy, like, that, that's how Italians do. You know, Italians do do that. Whether or not it's, you know, it's right or wrong, it is what it is. You know, Italians can sometimes be a little a little too much. And you got to kind of just say, hey, look, you, you can't be doing this kind of thing. Yeah. So... Basically, what happened was is it came out that he, you know, Monica, who we know Monica very Real, well, has been a we've interviewed in the past. Well, I've interviewed. Uh, no, you've interviewed. You've interviewed her, right? We've or, both done it. We've okay, both yeah. Done it, so, I mean, so you know, and and we both know who she is. We we I can I Chris even says you know it's this woman wouldn't really just go and be like well. I'm going to say something and then be like, oh, that's not true. No, no, that's yeah. not what happened. Yeah, because there is, I mean, and that's a good show. I mean, there is that, I don't like that blanket statement of believe the victim or believe the accusers or anything like that. Because that, that kind of, that makes everything way too black and white. And don't get me wrong, you know, and women come out and look, you know, guys have been fucking large, gigantic pieces of shit and piles of garbage oh, absolutely. For, for decades and generations and thousands of years, hundreds of years since the dawn of man up until like 20 years ago, men were horrible fucking human beings. That being said, uh, in this particular case, you know, uh, interviewing Monica, uh, you know, and, and like, it's obviously as soon as right after the interview, it's funny, you know, you meet these people. And since I'm not a fan, <laughs> cause I'm, I'm not meeting these people as a, as a fan, you know, just meeting them as human beings. Monica was one of the easiest interviews I ever did. One of the nicest people that I've met doing interviews. Um, and, and, and instantly right after that, I started following her on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? So it's weird that like, I'm a fan. That tells you right there, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm saying I'm a fan of the person. She's a decent fucking person. And of course she's good at her job and, and, and everything like that. But you know, in this particular situation, and once again, I'm not saying to believe the victims, believe the, you know, I'm not putting that blanket statement and in, in, in this specific lasers accurate situation, you know, I, I, if she says something went wrong, if she said that he touched her inappropriately or, or how, I don't know exactly. I don't remember the exact accusation, but it's, you know, it's, in, it's in that same vein of, of, you know, of the world that we live in and me too, and everything like that, you know, uh, I believe her, you know, I, I believe her too. I, I yeah. don't, I don't think she has any reason to lie. She doesn't yeah. seem to be a liar. She gains nothing from it. You know, uh, you know, it, 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 you could someone, you know, in a different day and age, had this been 20 years ago, someone could have easily said, you know what, shut up, don't rock the boat, you know. That's what happens when you walk into a fucking, you know, that's what happens when you walk into an environment full of guys. You just have to fucking shut up and deal with it. You know, uh, you know, if, if in, in a different time, you know, people would have said, yeah, yeah, whatever. Or, you know, hey, be happy he grabbed you. You should be complimented. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There, there, there are guys and there is still and that, that kind is, of that old is school. true. Like, I, I don't want to admit to that, but that, that is true. Like, people would do that from time to time. Yeah, there's that's... that old school mentality that, like, and of course, you know, we're still, you know, we're still trying to evolve as human, and that's not the right mentality to be in. Like, oh, you know, just deal with it, you know. Be a team player and shut up and, you know, be, you know, so what, he grabbed you, you know, don't be so fucking, don't be so full of yourself or whatever. But, right. But, you know, uh, unfortunately in this day and age, <laughs> you know, you really have to watch what you do and watch what you say and, and, and be careful and, and, and understand, you know, and it, 
you know, people are fucking touchy feely. You know, we live in a world now we that that that's a behavior that has to change. You can't be touchy feely with every, you know, and of course, you know, uh, you know, it's not like obviously we can't, you know, go the opposite route and be fucking robots. You know, if, if someone wants a hug, give them a hug. If someone, you know, if you feel you see someone crying or whatever and, and you feel giving them a hug is <coughs> probably the best possible course to go, go right ahead and give them a hug. You know, if it comes from the heart and once again, I, you know, from everything that I've read so far in this, this situation, because you brought it up and I started trying to do my little online research. You know, this is a guy who just happens to be touchy feely, you know, not and not in a, in a well, I don't want to say not in a creepy way, because the the accusations that are, you know, are flying is that, you know, he seems to like the younger girls, you know, you know, uh, you know, that he's he's he while he's given autographs to the girls, he's also like, you know, taking a piece of paper and written his fucking, you know, his direct personal cell phone number on. And, oh, did he do that on somebody? Yeah, I think he did it to a couple of people, you know, where, you know, or, you know, and he'll say, you know, you know, he'll hug a fan and say, you know, and, by the way, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm staying in room. I'm, you know, I'm staying in the room, you know, <laughs> you know, room 315 in the Sheridan. Now, that being said, is it creepy? Yes. Uh, but it's sort of like. And and here's and and I'm not and trust me I'm not defending the situation and once again you have to take every situation uh, separately but you go to a convention and don't get me wrong there I'm guarantee I I guarantee you that in, in this situation there were more fangirls there that were more than happy you know to get a nice tight squeezed hug from Vic Mignola Mignagna. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm pretty sure, and unfortunately, it does. That does, and once again, it doesn't excuse behavior. But I can see how it kind of warps your perception on how you interact with people, because yeah. if you know, if 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 you know, if once again, these voice actors, these girl fan girls, you know, and and in this situation, because I mean, look, there is a double standard, but fan girls, oh, yeah. fan girls can get away with a lot more shit. Then, you know, if a guy went and, you know, if a, if a, if a male fan grabbed Monica Riel's butt, you know, you know, he'd be admonished. You know, if a fangirl grabbed Vic Mignogna's, Mignogna's butt, you know, it would be almost it would be considered cute and cheeky and let's laugh it off. And, you know, I mean, I, I see where you're going with so this. My, my um, point is, is that he's probably, you know, you spend all day with fucking, you know, super horned up fangirls. I mean, you know, obviously, yeah, he has to deal with the male fans also. But I'm saying is, you know. Where you, you, oh, you want a hug? Yeah, give me a hug. You know, and then you give everybody a hug. Then you get the, you know, you get that one person that maybe doesn't want the fucking hug. And once again, you, it, it, and it's hard to, you know, you have to snap yourself out of that mentality or, you know, he has to snap himself out of the mentality where not everybody wants a fucking hug, dude. You know, some people want to, want an autograph. Some people, they, you know, there's a, there, as a fan, and I can say this, you know, there's a certain, when you go to someone whose work you admire, and you're like, I just, you know, I just want to tell you that I love everything you do, you know, and, 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 and Dragon Ball Z has been around long enough where people <clears> that have, you know, a girl that, a girl that watched Dragon Ball Z 20 years ago, who's eight, who's now 28 and sexy, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, yeah. so she's like, you know, she's like, you know, she kind of grew up and, and, you know, of course, girls have their feelings, especially for guys they admire, but, you know, it, and for, you know, it, He's he's on a very he he has to walk on glass. He's well, he's walking on thin ice. He's it's it's a dangerous slope to go down, and unfortunately, I think he he slipped and busted his ass. So <laughs> I I think what happened here was he was 
and I and I, and I don't know what the story of Monica is. So I'm kind of I saw another voice actress poised, uh, poised. God, I'm I'm turning into Chris. Um, <laughs> post something that tells me maybe that's what happened to Monica. But apparently, whenever he was recording something, there was another female either in the booth or in that that whole thing because there's the booth and then there's the the recording section where in the mixer and everything. And I'm guessing what happened is is you know he was doing something inappropriate and you know just didn't stop doing it and you know he shouldn't be doing that to monica he shouldn't be doing that to any voice actress or anything Mm -hmm. uh if they tell you not to touch them don't touch them i don't know what it was i don't care you shouldn't be touching these women um i do see here's where i am i'm kind of i get where some of the fans are the fans of Vic are kind of pissed. Yeah, there's a, there's a unfortunate oh, yeah. A backlash. Oh yeah, I, I I jumped onto Twitter on Thursday and I'm like, oh, let me go up and see what's going on on Twitter. Every single other post was about Vic, and I'm just like, oh my fucking god, what the hell? And then I noticed that. Do you still that have my, that? Do you still have that tweet that you you read me before the episode? Or oh yeah yeah, I can I can pull that up here in a minute. Um, basically, so well, I'll, I'll spitball it because I don't have my phone. It's it's actually charging, oh, yeah. <laughs> but basically. Basically, what it said was is Vic had put up a tweet about a couple hours ago that said, uh, tell my fans, stop hating on everybody. I don't condone that shit. Mm-hmm. Just stop, basically, is what he said. He didn't mm-hmm. say it in that manner, but that's basically what yeah, it said. Don't harass her. And, and I think that's a good step for him to do, and I think that that needs to happen um, from him especially. Um, getting back to what I was saying. So I, I get where the fans of Vic – are saying, well, we don't believe anybody, we don't believe whatever, we don't even believe Monica Real. First of all, let me let me just address this. If Monica Real says it, it happened. That's kind of what changed my mind, because I, I, I kind of, when this first started happening, I'm like, guys, guys, stop. We always jump on celebrities. We always go after celebrities first, and we don't research what's going on. This is what happens to these people. And then their careers get ruined, their families who are innocent in the whole situation, no matter if this person did it or not, gets hurt. And even if they are able to disprove themselves because of the damage, you're still going to be damaged in some way because of it. So I, I you know, I, I really am so glad, Chris, that I don't, I'm, I'm not a famous person. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ever be a famous person just because it's so much. I, I, no wonder these, these celebrities go out and shoot themselves. I'm not saying Vic is a huge celebrity but he's a voice actor so yeah. in that world in that world yeah and in, in, in yeah, the world he's, of anime he's, he's fucking you know he's almost top of the mountain you know so uh one point that was brought up the other night which i agree with is he hasn't really been doing any major like voice acting roles now the you know the the article i shared with you about uh rooster teeth rooster teeth uh fired him from one of the series that they're doing uh oh no i think it's um Ruby, yeah, Ruby, yeah. Ruby, red, right, blue, yellow. He had he had a role that he was coming in and out of. He wasn't like a regular on that show. Um, but the point being was, is Vic had not had many voice actor roles except for now Broly. And I, I think what 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 got me thinking, especially tonight, was maybe the reason he doesn't have so many roles is because of all of this. And it's been said in the business, and they've kind of just eased him out. And stopped him from doing so many of these roles. Obviously, Full Metal Alchemist is his bread and butter. Mm. You know, um, that's come and gone. So that's, you know, I mean, yeah, it's still out there, but it's come and gone. It's it's had its run. 
he's not famous for that. Now we got Broly, obviously, so that's why everybody's going on about him. But I I think what needs to be said here, <clears throat> irregardless of what he has done and what he hasn't done, because I think that the people that are accusing him of I've seen somebody say that he that that he got that they got raped by him or assaulted or something to the severe degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to go that far, but I do feel like he's he's touched people inappropriately. Monica obviously said that. So mm-hmm. my thing is, is in any situation like this, whether it be this or like what happened with the weatherman or whatever, you got to allow people to change or fix their mistakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, Vic has not been severely put into the chair and said, you need to fix this or you're done completely. Now he's being put in the chair and saying, you need to fix this or you're never going to be at a con again. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I think pretty much almost every single con that he was supposed to go to this year has canceled on him. Yeah. Well, I think, let me, let me, uh, from when I write my research on that, uh, I think he, he saw the wave coming and he backed out. He got, I think like, Let's just, I, I want to, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but let's just say he had like six of them booked. After the first two, he kind of, he called the other four and said, you know, let me just well, back out. Well, he said, he said, uh, I think Kamikan or Kamehakan, mm-hmm. um, they actually dumped him. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying is, is he got dumped by a couple and then I, I, he just said, let me back, let me stand in front of this wave. You know, let me, uh, you know, let me, let me bite the bullet or, you know, preemptive strike or whatever. And, and, and I'm he not... backed out of the rest knowing that, you know, yeah. look, before you call me, let me call you, save you the trouble. You know, I won't be there. So, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think that basically what I'm trying to say here is by him doing, for example, tonight saying, Hey, my fans, stop doing this. Mm-hmm. This is, I don't want this. I'm not condoning this. Don't do it. That's a good first step as well. Mm-hmm. Now, him apologizing as well, I think is a very good step. We have to, we have to give these people props when they do something. Because here's the thing. You can get attack, you can attack any voice actor or actress or just an actor or an actress for doing something wrong. Even if it's severely wrong. But if they don't learn from it and they don't get help, then pretty much what was the point? You know what I mean? They're just going to do it again. So what I'm saying here is I want to see Vic get help. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he just, you know, and maybe let me, let me, let me, let me approach that in a different way. I don't think he's a bad guy towards most of the fans. I don't think that he really meant any ill will with some of the things. Like one of the, there's a video out there where he jumped on somebody's shoulders and yeah, I was I was gonna I swear that was the next thing I was gonna bring up. It was another actor, and then he kind of like he was I don't I don't know if he got on a table or maybe the guy he was standing like on a stage and then the guy was standing in front of the stage. But yeah, he jumped on a guy's shoulders as yeah. as sort of a you know I mean it wasn't and once and look let me tell you and it was at, it was at a, a con or it was at some sort of meet it was a fan event it wasn't like you know this is behind the scenes in a you know you know right. in, in a in a recording studio this comic cons and stuff like that look you're in a room full of adoring fans things get a little crazy things get a little wild you know it, it, you know the, there's a there's a there's a, a a very good energy in the room. And and right. unfortunately, he did something that is kind of stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like to put yourself on someone's shoulders. And the you know the guy now you know if had this been in any other situation, 
you know, guy jumps on another guy's shoulder, the other guy would have fucking dropped him like a bad habit. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? But, you know, I think, the, you know, the guy that he jumped on his shoulders who now says, I didn't want it to happen, you know, it's one of those deals where, okay, yeah, this guy's being an asshole, he jumped on my shoulders, you know, just fucking play along. I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to slap this guy in a room full of people. I'm not going to throw him on the ground. Let's, you know, it's, right. it, you know, it's all in good fun. Ha, 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 ha. You know, and of course, and, and and this is once something I said before the podcast, and 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 I'm sorry not to cut you off, but you know, look, there is no fucking reason for you to touch anybody, right. and and maybe that's just me. Um, it's the New Yorker in me. You know, I've been on crowded subways. I've been, you know, I, I'm used to being elbow to elbow to people. Like, if you need to pass somebody. You say, excuse me, you could even use your elbow to kind of maybe you want to nudge yourself through, use your shoulder to yeah, kind of push yourself yeah. through. There's never, I hate people who, when they walk by you, they put their hand on your shoulder, they put their hand on your, on your back. And, and mind you, that's on me, and I'm a big fat guy. There's women who this shit happens to all the time also, where people, right. someone wants to get by, and they put their hand on the small of their back, or they put their hand on their shoulders, and like, motherfucker. Don't touch me. There's never a reason. Now, once I say never a reason, as in between two casual people, strangers in a room who don't know each other, and and this is their only interaction. There's no reason for you to ever put your hands on anybody. You know. Now, you know. Oh, I agree. If, if someone gets in your face and they make a threat or something like that, and you know, you like like if you're hostile with another person and they make a threat that they're going to hurt you, then by all means, push that person into the fucking ground. But, you know, and, and once again, in, in, like in this situation with the, you know, with the getting on the guy's shoulders, you're in a room and you're with, you're with fans and things get a little, that's a dick fucking move. And once again, I, I don't think there's intent. It's not like, oh, you know, I'm going to be. No, alpha, I don't think he was. I'm going to be the alpha that... male and sit on top of this guy's shoulders or anything right. like that. But, you know, it's like you have to, you know, it, it's a dick move. Not not necessarily uh, with bad attention, but it's like, dude, you know, you can't do that. And especially, you know, in a situation in this world. Well, you're sitting on a guy's shoulders, like your your dick is on the back of the guy's neck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna go there. That's but, yeah. fucking creepy. I don't don't yeah. put your crotch anywhere I mean, near me. So I guess what I was trying to say was is is when it comes to the fans, like I don't think that when he was doing any of the stuff that he was trying to do, mm-hmm. um, I don't think that he meant any like ill intention with it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was meant as anything whatever. Um, I do know that he's treated staff of some of these cons or almost all of them that he's gone to, mm-hmm. like he's been a dick to them. I've heard that before. Oh, wow. And I would say to, I would say to him, like, I would say to them, like, for Vic, like, number one, you need to change that as well. Because I've heard that more than I've heard any of these, these allegations. He treats these con staff like they're pieces of shit. He was doing it at RockCon too, I remember, because, um, he was, I don't know, he was just being really stupid to one of them, and I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for, first and foremost, he needs to change that as well. Um, number two, um, obviously, the touching, he needs to stop doing that. Just sign autographs, dude. Let people, you know, do a do a panel, and that's it. Don't don't hug anybody. Don't do anything. Just don't put yourself in that yeah. position. And, and trust, I mean, I, I've seen enough celebrities where if someone wants a hug, they'll ask you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a hug? And, and hey, if they're asking you for a hug, go right in. I mean, I exactly. not go right in. That sounds, exactly. that sounds so, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honor but the yeah, person's yeah, request and give them a hug. Yeah. So, but here, here's, the, I think the biggest problem is, is something more is going on here. Mm-hmm. The, um, how do I say this? So, like, I don't want to say that he, 
You know what? I, I guess I'm going to have to say this. I, it seems like he's assaulted at least one, maybe more other voice actresses. Mm. And I don't know if that's been recently. I would have to favor a guess that it's not recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's happened in the past, at least. And I believe Monica said that she has addressed this before. Um, and that, but she's addressing it again because people are attacking people. I think that Vic needs to understand that if he hasn't already changed, um, he needs to change that as well. And that's the most important thing. You need to treat people right and you need to stop touching people to the degree of where they feel violated. Yes. Seriously, this needs to stop. Now, I hope he didn't rape anybody and I hope he didn't like brute, like assault somebody to the point of where he should be in jail right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope everybody listening to this understands this. Like, I, I don't condone anything of what is being accused of Vic. I just want to take the perspective of we need to make sure that these people, and I include, you know, Vic is an example of the whole thing, whether it be the weatherman says Coon instead of Martin Luther King Jr. He says Martin Luther, what was it, Coon King No, he, Park? he just said Martin Luther Coon, which is... Uh, oh, no, 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 he said... No, he corrected himself because he said. Well, Martin he said coon, and then he fucking he realized he says he said the wrong fucking thing, and then tried to correct himself. Right. That was that was it. Wasn't like no one says coon. <laughs> he said coon, and like and then his fucking life well, flashed before his life flashed before that. his eyes, and he said right. king. <laughs> well, and we already talked about that. We already went into detail, but uh-huh. what I'm saying to you is, is we kind of have to take a step back in these kinds of situations and let things, and do the research. You know. If the person did something wrong, then yes, obviously they should be in trouble. They need to get help and we need to make sure that they do get help. You know, the one thing I think that Vic should do, um, he's taken a couple steps that I think are appropriate, but I think he also needs to say to the public, listen, I just want to let you guys know I'm going to go get some help. Clearly I'm doing something wrong here and I need to figure out what that is and correct it. If he were to do that, I think that would be a great stride in the community, and I think he could actually become a leader in the community. If he says all the things that he's saying, he can actually uh, benefit from this, but also give a benefit as well. Show an example of what somebody should do in this in this um, in this situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I mean, because I mean, obviously, look, you know, you you watch anime. There are there are adults that watch anime, but you know, anime is also still a young person's medium. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, or you know, teens, early twenties. There's young people who can who can learn from this, who can who can you know, if they're because and 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 trust me, I when I was doing the research, you know, the people that are defending Vic, you know, they they're people that are defending Vic like like you know the same way people defend fucking Donald Trump, you know, they're, they're doing they're, they're blindly doing the circle method, the, the circle method where they just keep circling around, but Vic didn't do it. But Vic didn't do it. But yeah. Vic didn't do it. No, you're not understanding. There is a person that is literally saying to you, a voice actress that is literally saying to you right now, he touched me inappropriately, and it was worse than what some people are saying. And yeah. you need to understand that, and you need to take that as a truth because it is true. Yeah. So Stop hopefully- fucking around and just understand that this is a serious situation. What you should be doing is saying, how can I help how can I help? Um, yeah, let's get let's fix this. You know, be 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 a leader, be an example. You know, you know, if you fucked up, say I fucked up. 
you know, I got, you know, I mean, I, I, I know it sounds like kind of corny, like, oh, I'm going to go to fucking rehab or whatever and sex rehab and uh, sexual sex addiction or whatever. But I mean, if that's if that's what you feel needs to get done, you know, then then. Well, then I, do, I think just... he needs to go to a I think he needs to go to go to a psychologist and tell them what's going on and then go from there. Because he's, to... he's a role model. There's there's right. there's guys who look up, look up to him. And these guys are obviously are so blindly devoted to him. That you know they don't see that there's they don't you know they don't these fans don't understand where there's smoke there's and, fire and one other thing that we need to say before we do we do go to a, a commercial here mm-hmm. those fucks out there that are making shit up because I've seen some of them I saw some of them yesterday on Twitter and saw some of the examples of the bullshit that some people are making up you're part of the problem too yeah you can't be making shit up. Okay, that's part of the problem also with all this bullshit. Okay, if obviously Vic did something to Monica, we know that. Let's just move on from that. Do not blame Vic Mignogna for something that did not happen. Because if you do, there's going to be some pissed off people and they will find you. Trust me. Yeah. And they will make your life a living fucking hell. Yeah, that's the Do fucked not. part of the Internet. People who make up shit yeah. and then the people who spread shit. Like the the people who spread shit that they don't real they, they don't they don't take two seconds to double check. <laughs> I mean, and, and listen, listen, listen. I could my website could right now literally go and put an could put an article out about Vic and everything that's happening with Vic, and I probably would get a shitload of views. Mm-hmm. Did I do that? No. There's a reason because this is the kind of shit that needs to be handled in an appropriate way. By adding to the fire, that's not going to help people. You know what I'm saying? So what I would basically just to wrap this all up, so to speak, we need to let Vic become a better person. And just like I said on Twitter, let him become a better person. And if he doesn't or he comes or he does do stuff and then goes back to his his ways, Mm -hmm. then you need to go after him again, because we do need to hold people accountable for their actions. If he does not do what he's supposed to do to make himself better, then, yes, he should be held accountable. Mm-hmm. But let the man try to do that. And I'm hoping he will. And I'm hoping that Vic will learn from this lesson and do that. And knowing Monica, I think that she would agree. As long as he went and got help, I think she would be she would be supportive of that. Yeah. I don't know that. I don't know the situation. I don't know what happened. But knowing who she is and the kind woman that she is, I could see her saying to, to me, if I asked her about this in private, mm-hmm. she probably would say to me legitimately like, I would support him going to get help because clearly there's something wrong there. Mm-hmm. And and the whole thing is that, you know, let's just say we live in a world where he gets work after this, <laughs> you know, like let's just say, or, you know, and let's just say he does the whole thing. You know, he's, he's, mm-hmm. he's going to be under a microscope. You know, he's going to be working with other voice actors and, and, and producers and, and, and directors and, and all those other people. The minute he walks into a phone, a, a recording studio, you know, everyone's going to be watching his action. So, you know, it, it well, would it would behoove him, <laughs> you know, to suppress already, any urge that he had to put your honestly, arms around anybody. Like, He's gonna be watched to just you know go work, make your fucking money, and go home. You know, if you honestly, go on. I'm sorry. Like honestly, I I think that Chris he's he's kind of already been paying the price for this. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I think when Broly came out, it pissed off a lot of people that thought that Vic shouldn't be getting any big roles, and I think that's what's the catalyst that finally brought this out into the open as big as it's been. It's been there before, but it's never been this big. Oh, okay. This is what okay. pushed it into the At least that's spotlight. my opinion. <laughs> I, it's, it's always been there, but it's not been 
like especially it was more for me the one thing that i heard more than these kind of allegations was him treating con staff terribly so so that that right there was kind of the thing that i heard all the time so i'm you know i'm not surprised Mm -hmm. what i what i think though is that he needs to like i said he needs to take this experience and say to himself listen what do i need to do to change Mm -hmm. and just go from there you know what i mean and i and i think that i think he can learn from this and i think that he can do better and i think that he can be uh a good person but i i just need to see i need to see something from him i need to see him do something about this good first steps were apologizing for it, not only on Twitter, but at a con in public. Mm-hmm. And I do think, and we do need to give him credit for that, by the way. Mm-hmm. People can p- get pissy with me all they want, but I will always give somebody credit for apologizing. And he did do that. So give him credit for apologizing. Mm-hmm. Give him also credit for coming out on Twitter against his fans and saying, listen, if you're attacking, I don't condone this shit. Stop it. That was a good well, against step. against the the asshole fans, uh, you know, not against his fans. <laughs> Just, I mean, well, he's saying he, he's saying to his fans, yeah, to stop, yeah, don't harass take, anybody, don't harass the voice actors and actresses, don't don't harass anybody else. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be doing that on my part, and I and I think that was that was a very good thing for him to do, and he needed to do that, mm-hmm. um, you know, because a lot of people do respect him, but that's the problem is is that we're not getting. You know, we need to let him. These are he's starting to make these changes. Let's hope that this continues, and let's hope that you know, like how Monica was saying, like he would cry and, and you know ask for forgiveness, and then a few weeks later go back to what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He needs to like finally just just do it. Yeah. That's it. Stop. Take a year. My advice to him is to take six months to a year off. Don't do anything. Just let this pass over. And also get help while you're letting this pass over. Yeah. And then come back and say to the fans, look, I'm going to say this one more time. I apologize if I've ever offended anybody, including any voice actors or actresses out there. I had an issue. I've gone and gotten help for that issue. I'm I'm ready to come back and do stuff. And I would hope that you people would support me. If he does it that way, I think he'll be fine. But I would also suggest to him that if he's going to do con appearances, he needs to also pretty much... Don't touch anybody. Make yeah. it a policy. Look, I'll, I'll sign autographs. I'll shake your hand. You know, in some cases, if you really, really want a picture with me, I will do that. Or, you know what? Hey, do what every other fucking voice actor or actor or whatever does. Charge for your, t- your photos. Mm-hmm. I mean, that way you're getting paid to do it. And then fans, you know, fans will pay money for it. Yeah. They're, I mean, if they're going to pay $100 to take a picture with Mark Hamill. Like, yeah. come on. Well, it was you know two, what I'm saying? It was two hundred. It was like, like two hundred and something dollars for the. For, it was like the. Well, that was, I'm sorry. That was like the deluxe. That was like the Mark Hamill. It was like the autograph and the picture and the. But it, but one thing, like not for nothing. It's like I mean, and don't get me wrong. I mean, it's great for the fans that did want hugs and stuff like that. But generally, like in my experience with cons, I mean, obviously it's only been like you know Rock Con and fucking New York Comic Con, but like usually, like the person's on the other side of the fucking table. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Usually. Like, you know, usually there's a table. It's, you know, you don't have the convenience of being able to walk around and hug every single fucking fan. And that's you what kills that? me about this. Like, it's like, how is it that you're, you're able, you're not able to do that? Like, I, I mean, I don't understand why you're coming around from the table and trying to get somebody to, you know, 
get a hug from somebody. Stay on your side of the table, man. Just, <laughs> yeah. just do your autographs, shake somebody's hand, and let it move on. Yeah. I don't, you know, so I think with that... And don't jump on people either. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't jump Like I said, live by my rule. Don't touch anybody ever. There's never a reason to touch anybody. <laughs> and I think with that and with the audience consent... We'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you should be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything Dude, that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. And we're back. All right, Paul. So let's. Uh, we got. A couple. I got a couple more uh, Super Bowl Super Bowl ads I wanted to talk about. Um, and once again, it's not really stuff that's really up our alley, but still stuff I kind of wanted to mention. Uh, the Hobbs and Shaw movie, mm-hmm. the the spinoff of the Fast and the Furious with the Jason Statham and the Rock. I saw the trailer. It looks really <laughs> good, actually. And, and Idris Elba. And it's like you know when these movies can't get any more fucking ridiculous. Now you got Idris Elba's like a fucking superhuman and, 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 I mean, and I guess, look, the movies, they seem fun. They're having a good time. You know, I, you can't, you can't be mad at them. <laughs> you can't be mad for being, I mean, then again, you know, I mean, you watch it, you know, I, I love Marvel movies. So if I watch a movie with a fucking, you know, talking raccoon in a, in a walking tree, I, I can't throw stones at the fans of, you know, Fast and the Furious. You know, it looks fun. Uh, you know, it just, it's fucking ridiculous, you know? And you got Idris Alba, and he's like a super soldier, and, you know, and then of course, you know, The Rock and, and, you know, and, and The Rock and, uh, Jason Statham were like bald, you know, uh, it's like, I love, I, it's nice to see movies where the heroes are bald, uh, you know, and even when they were with Vin Diesel, you know, another bald guy, so pr- much props to the bald guys. Uh, I mean, it just looks fucking, you gotta love it. Um, I do. Uh, the, what was I going to say? The, so, oh, so, the, so, uh, you know, the real winner, and it's funny, you know, I'm kind of stealing this from a meme, a meme I looked at, but, you know, the real winner of the night was, uh, 
was uh, Jordan Peele. Because during the Super Bowl, they had, you know, there was a there was an ad for uh, uh, his movie Us, which mm-hmm. is uh, you know, and you know, this after you know Jordan Peele gave us Get Out. It's this movie Us. It's got uh, the guy that played um, uh, fuck, I forgot that Umbaku, the guy who played Umbaku from uh, uh, Black Panther, right. and Lupita Nyong'o. So it's funny, like two actors from Black Panther. Uh, you know, it's like a movie where a family, they go and they run across another family that looks exactly like them, except the other family is fucking a bunch of psychos who... Can, <laughs> Psycho fucking assholes. Yeah, yeah. They, like, climb on walls and climb trees and, you know, you know they, they, they seem to have, like, superhuman powers, but they're also fucking hell-bent on killing the family, like... You know, it's a really, you know, I'm I'm super intrigued, you know, and and I don't want this to get spoiled for me. You know, I'm gl- like Get Out, even though Get Out was kind of spoiled for me a little bit, like luckily not all of it was. And I don't want to like it looks super fucking interesting. You know, what do you do? What would you do if, you, you know, if you and your family, you, your wife and kids, you know, came across another identical versions of yourselves who want to kill you? It, you know, it, it looks fucking creepy. Uh, and after Get Out, you know, you know I'm, I'm such a big fan of, of, of Jordan Peele. And so I'm like, I'm super excited about that. Um, we'll get to the big one at the end. Uh, you know, then even though not directly related to him, but there was a commercial for Toy Story 4 <clears throat> where him and uh, him and uh, Keegan, Michael Key, uh, they're doing the voices of two characters that are at like a, a booth, like a, a carnival booth. And, you know, like where they're the prizes that kids can win at a carnival, but they're the toys, you know, and then. Uh, Buzz Lightyear somehow ends up in the carnival booth and like the guy like zip ties him to the <laughs> to the which is weird. I've never seen toys like zip tied to the fucking fence. But, you know, it's it gives them a reason like, you know, they're introducing these new characters. And of course, and it's key and peel. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, Disney, Pixar, those checks don't fucking bounce. <laughs> you know, he's got that movie Us. And then, of course, I think, you know, the the one I'm most excited about is fucking Twilight. You know, there there was a commercial for the Twilight Zone. It looked like. The commercial started out looking like it was like a, uh, it looked like it was like the Super Bowl coming back from commercial. Like, oh, here we're back with comic. And then like, then the screen gets all twitchy and staticky. And then the fucking whole stadium's empty. And then it's, you know, then you see like, you know, four different Jordan Peels sitting in the audience, sitting in the, in the seats, stuff like that. And then he's walking down the field, uh, kind of, you know, you know, doing the whole Rod Serling, sort of thing, you know, and I, I don't know the exact quote, but, you know, he's, you know, imagine a man and from another dimension or, you know, in the world, you know, light that meets dark and what, whatever, whatever it was, it was cool as shit. That being said, I'm going to have to fucking illegally stream this because there's no way I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm not getting CBS All Access. I, I want to see this show, you know, I, 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 you know, at one point I was excited for <laughs> the Star Trek Discovery, which I saw like the first two episodes and I was like, eh, I really don't care, you know. I, I, I honestly think this, and it's, I hate, for, it hurts, it hurts me to say that, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay for CBS all. As much as I love Jordan Peele and I support him, I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna fucking have to wait till leg overseas sites get it so I can, so I can watch it because I wanna see it. I know it's gonna be good, but not, it's, it's, I'm not that excited that I'm gonna fucking give money to, you know, they're, I, I hope they learn from this. You know, it's a shame that, you know, such a talented, person behind the series is, is going to hit a wall because cbs wants to say oh no we're going to put it in our service you know had you put it on netflix or put it on tv just put it on tv you know but cbs it's sort of weird like you know 
they already have all the old, you know, they have all the fucking, you know, cop shows and, and all that other shit that, that, you know, old people like, you know, they're trying to get the younger male audience with shows right. like Star Trek Discovery, New Twilight Zone. Uh, but I mean, I hate to sound like an asshole. They're not going to get my. No, I, I'm on the same page with you. I, I listen, there's a lot of good shows on the CBS one, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, you know, there's, it's, it's the same thing I keep saying. It's, what is it? It's that we have way too many services now, and I just get so pissed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, so uh, there was that. Um, so, you know, I'm, 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 when it comes out, I'll just stream it from there. Uh, oh, one, I think, in my opinion, you know, the, uh, the, the, the star of the night Super Bowl ad was the, uh, did you see, the, uh, did you catch the, uh, the Bud Light Night one? The one that had the surprise ending? Um, I don't think I did. No, no. And, 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 and okay, so Bud Light, you know, I wanted. It felt. It felt like it was just last year, but it was probably two years ago. They had that the Bud Light night, where the guys are like dilly dilly, you know. And oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those fucking commercials, and I hated those commercials. And you know, I I just didn't give a shit about, you know, and you know, and I come from, you know, my father drinks Budweiser, not Bud Light. My my dad drinks Budweiser. It's not like I don't like Budweiser. You know, you know, but it's just the Bud Light night was just so stupid. And then earlier tonight, there was this whole stupid commercial where, you know, the the town gets this big giant barrel of high fructose corn syrup, and you know, they're dry, they're, they're you know, they're taking this big barrel to other, you know, like other you know kingdoms, seeing if the, the fructose corn syrup, you know, they're saying oh, you know, because other beer people who drink beer, you know, these other companies use fructose corn syrup, or Bud Light uses real sugar, and it's sort of like if you're drinking fucking beer, whether it's even Bud Light or not, I mean, you know. Don't, those people don't, if you're drinking beer, you really don't give a shit <laughs> if it's sugar exactly. or high fructose corn syrup. Okay, so there was a commercial where it was the Bud Light night, and he goes in a joust with, uh, you know, he, he's jousting against this other person, whatever. He gets knocked off, you know, he gets knocked off um, his horse. I'm sorry, I'm going to fart right now. Okay. Jesus um, hopefully the, if the mic picked that up, I'm good. If not, I don't know. All right, so they. You did. It, it did it, pick, it, it it pick it up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, sorry, I, I have to talk. I, holding it would have just hurted me, hurt me. All right, so hurt it, hurt you. Hurt, hurt it. That being said, okay, the Bud Light Knight falls off his horse. Then we see a character that looks familiar, familiar to. Me. I'll just say right now, the mount must to like take his helmet off, and then a dragon comes and torches the whole fucking stadium. Then you hear the fucking Game of Thrones theme. So Game of Thrones and Bud Light did like a, a commercial together, where. You know, it looked like the old Bud Light commercial, you know, Bud Light, Bud Light Night, and then had fucking dragons with each, you know, for Game of Thrones. So, you know, I think ultimately people are saying it's an ad for Game of Thrones. I mean, obviously with the Bud Light Night, it kind of has, you know, Bud Light, you know, it's a Bud Light commercial also. And you know, it's two companies that you would never think. And it's funny because, you know, HBO doesn't have to advertise with anybody else. You know, people don't advertise on HBO. It's not like they have to be buddy-buddy with another company. But it was it, it was smart enough where here we are days later still talking about it, where there was an ad where, you know, they have the Bud Light Knight. And hopefully that meant that character is dead. Hopefully the dragon killed it and we'll never have to see that stupid Bud Light Knight again. <laughs> but, um, you know, that was pretty cool. Um, let me see. I'm probably going to fart again. All right. Probably not. I guess you didn't hear that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, there was, uh... there was, there was a couple of commercials for, there was a commercial for, uh, Stella Artois, the stupid, you know, it's like a beer or whatever. And they got, 
shit, the guy who played the dude. Um, the guy that played the dude. The, you know, the dude from the Big Lebowski. Uh, 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 shit, Lloyd, Lloyd. The guy that, <laughs> I know his father's name is Lloyd, uh, and his brother's, uh, Jeff Bridges, sorry. So they got Jeff Bridges to reprise his role as the dude from, uh, you know, the Big Lebowski. They called the character the dude. But in the movie where, you know, he drinks white Russians, now they have him drinking Stella Artois beer. And I guess, you know, they must have thrown a lot of money at him to do it. And I mean, I mean, a lot, enough money for a fucking Super Bowl ad. I'm pretty sure they could throw, you know. And it was like him and like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, but she was playing her character from Sex in the City, you know, drinking Stella Artois in this bar or whatever, which is that's like a weird combination. But, you know, um, and then there was the, there was supposed to be these ads for this thing called uh amazon beta test uh and it was supposed to be this whole thing with alexa and you're supposed to ask alexa what amazon beta testing is i guess they didn't put it through and i looked it up before the episode before the before the we started recording and you know there was supposed to be commercials it was like a they had a commercial with like harrison ford uh they had a commercial with the two girls from broad city um and there was one more commercial with you know but uh, it was supposed to be this thing this whole big amazon alexa thing called beta testing and you're supposed to ask Alexa Alexa what is beta testing and it was supposed to be a big thing but it, it didn't come through and I am and they must have it must have not been ready because I even googled it before the episode and I couldn't find it and you would think looking on Google I should be able to find something about Alexa um okay um uh, I have a lot of DC news but we'll get to that in just a moment um Bill Maher from oh, uh, not surprised <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well I'm a DC fanboy so I'm I, I love I all this news I love uh, Bill Maher tried to fucking insult again fans of comic book movies after, you know, uh, you know, if, you know, if the first comments came right after, uh, Stan Lee died and, you know, and, and, and Bill Maher wanted to be an asshole and be edgy and saying, oh, you know, you're a bunch of guys living in your mom's basement and, you know, and, uh, Hey, that's not funny. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he goes, Oh, like, you know, and he, he says he makes like, he made fun of the way Kevin Smith dressed. And, you know, Kevin Smith likes to wear hockey jerseys and stuff like that. But, and, but recently Kevin Smith, now Kevin Smith had a heart, had a heart attack earlier last year and he's lost a lot of weight and he doesn't dress like that anymore. He doesn't dress in the fucking hockey jersey. As a, you know, he puts on a blazer. I mean, he'll, he'll have on like kind of like a comic book related t-shirt, but you know, uh, because I saw an article like, you know, Bill Maher insults Kevin Smith and Kevin Smith changes his wardrobe. No, those are two separate things. Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith changes wardrobe because he lost weight, <laughs> you know, and then Bill Maher still attacking Kevin Smith, you know, because he, you know, and then, the, then Kevin Smith put a link to where there was a time where, uh, Kevin Smith was on Bill Maher's show and, and Kevin Smith made a joke about smacking Bill Maher in the face with his dick. <laughs> and that's out there. So he feels that maybe Bill Maher was targeting him specifically because he felt, insul- you know, you're going to come on my show and insult me, so I'm going to get you back. But uh, writer Peter David, who, you know, comic book fans, they know he's he's written, and he's I think he's written episodes of Babylon 5, and he's he's been in comics, you know. He's written a, a lot of, like, when you see, like, when books get into novelization formed, you know, like, uh, like I remember, like, I remember reading his version of, like, The Hulk, <laughs> for you know the novelization of the movie um uh, and then uh, recently i had uh when uh the dark tower the stephen king books were being adapted for comics peter david they they started doing like these offshoot books that were sort of related to the dark tower 
And, you know, they're not going to get Stephen King. They got Peter Davis to do it. So he's a guy who's a well-renowned writer, mostly in comics, but he's done, you know, he's ventured out into other venues. And I got a chance to meet him at Comic-Con. Nice guy. And it's funny, as a guy who writes comics, I was there with my buddy Louie, who dresses up what they call the zombie Mario guy. And, you know, Louie's face is covered in, like, you know, this, you know, gore and blood and all this other stuff. And Peter David couldn't look at him. (laughs) <laughs> it's like here's a guy who writes comics and like he's like you know he, he, like he felt uneasy looking at a guy in zombie makeup that was kind of uh, but that being said peter david wrote a letter back to to bill maher and this and i learned something i didn't know about uh because bill maher is like you know grow up and stop reading comic books you know it's all for kids which you know nowadays you know there are there are comics for adults you know when fucking you know when when books like the watchmen are winning fuck time you know new york times awards and stuff like that you know, there are comics that are, are for adults. And I didn't know this. Bill Maher owns part of the Met. And like, you know, you're saying things are childish. What about fucking baseball? You know, saying, hey, you hey, hey you... wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't you be hating on baseball now. What I'm just saying is, is you is... can hate on the Mets, but don't hate on baseball. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is baseball is a game. It's a game. Children play games. You play, right. it's played with a ball. You know, one of our first toys we ever, any child ever plays with is a ball. You know, all I'm saying is, is, you know, those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. You know, kids in fucking Little League, you know, from their earliest, you know, as soon as they could fucking start playing a sport, play baseball, you know. And when kids get start reading their first books, some kids, sometimes some kids' first books, the first things that they finish are comic books. So I'm just saying, is if you're in, if you're in a glass house, don't throw stones. You know, if people enjoy it, who are you to shit on them for enjoying something, you know, because you don't like it? You know, so and Peter. Yeah, and, I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah. So Peter David, he wrote a wonderful fucking letter. I, you know, I, I would sit here and look it up, but I don't want to waste the time. Um, but so you know, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, speaking of Kevin Smith, he had uh, he had met with a he was he was he was working on he's working on a project. Well, I got a couple of things with him, but uh, long story short, Kevin Kevin Smith got to meet with. A lot of the uh, a lot of people who were behind the Justice League, and it turns out that you know Zack Snyder really had three movies. That movie, the Justice League, was supposed to be a trilogy. It was supposed to be the the the, the version of the movie that we got where they fight Steppenwolf, and then at the end of that movie, Steppenwolf was supposed to like retreat, you know, go back to 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 the, his planet, and you know, f- you know, for fans of the comics, you know. Uh, uh, Steppenwolf is like the nephew of Darkseid. And, you know, for those few people who aren't fans of, you know, we'll get more into more DC news later. But Darkseid is like the, in, in the DC comics, is like the biggest bad guy. You know, he, he's the Thanos of, of the of the DC universe. He's, you know, super powerful. Right. He has like these eye beams that like, you know, if he shoots his eye beams at you, you know, you, there's no way you can run and hide. Those eye beams will find you. They'll fucking bend, you know, they, you know, they, they, they defy logic and gravity and, and physics and will bend around corners and walls. And, you know, if you want to be in the bottom of the ocean, those lasers will find you. You want to go to the deepest, darkest recesses of space. If he wants to kill you, he can kill you. Uh, so then there was going to be in the second movie, they were going to introduce Darkseid. And, and, and actually the end of the second movie was supposed to end badly where the, the justice league loses now if you remember from batman v superman when batman has that vision of like an evil future where like superman is bad and all the parademons are, are flowing around and stuff like that where you know then the, then the flash comes back in the in the in the in as a vision or whatever 
Right. That was supposed to be part three. So like they were going to end part two. They were going to do like what the like Star Wars did, where you know you end part two bad, where like you know Justice League is lost. And then part three was supposed to be, you know, the one where they sent, you know, save the day and kill Darkseid. You know, Darkseid was supposed to win in part two and then lose in part three. So Zack Snyder actually had this all planned out. And unfortunately, no fucking leadership at DC with the movies. And, and hopefully things will change. And once again, we'll get to the DC news more in a little bit. But at that particular time when they were making Justice League, there was no solidified vision nobody there's you know dc doesn't have their kevin feige they don't have that one person that says okay fine you know they chickened out they backed out and they ended up getting that you know the the the, the horrible movie we did get you know with two different directors you know the movie was all muddled i actually like justice league but i understand why the fans don't like it and uh but once again if there was if if DC had their version of Kevin Feige where it said no fuck you this is going to be three movies and you know it's going to have an arc it's going to be good it's going to be you know then then they and, and the second movie ends like you know all is lost and they have a third movie where they finally redeem themselves you know that would have been awesome you know unfortunately they chickened out you know they 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 lost all their faith in the project and we ended up getting unfortunately a butchered fucking Justice League. So, uh, but Kevin Smith, and once again, you know, and he, he's not a guy to lie about this, super excited, you know, and so, so for the fans of the people saying release the Snyder cut, uh, you know, uh, there might be versions of us of that movie where, you know, where, I mean, they probably didn't finish a CGI because like Steppenwolf was obviously, but you know, they, you know, I'm pretty sure the, you know, they'll probably put out, you know, 20 years from now, they'll put out a version that has like the storyboards and the concept art and stuff like that. Where how it's going to be, how it's supposed to end, where Steppenwolf disappears, but you see Darkseid. You know, when he goes in, his, uh, in the boom tube back to his to Darkseid's planet, you see Darkseid at the end. And then, you know, we all get excited for Darkseid to be in part two. So that was pretty cool. Uh, speaking of Kevin Smith, <laughs> more Kevin Smith news. Um, he's going to be filming Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. That's, that's the name of the movie, Reboot. And it's a movie goofing on reboots. And it's a reboot of... Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back from 2001. So uh, they're looking to do a scene where they're 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 going to be at a con in Louisiana, and they want people to go dressed up as cosplayers for Jay and Silent Bob. And then if 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 you remember the movie, they also in, in that movie where they fought uh, 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 Mark Hamill as you know Cockknocker, <laughs> uh, you know the characters in the movie that they were playing was called Blunt Man and Chronic. So they put out like a casting call, and it's going to happen sometime in late March, after Mardi Gras in Louisiana, where people are going to go, you know, and be cast and dress like Jane Silent Bob or Blunt Man and Chronic uh, for the scene. And you don't know how bad. <laughs> I want to make some arrangements and see if I can get my ass down to Louisiana and, you know, and, and see if I could, you know, be an extra in this movie. Cause you know, obviously being a big, big Kevin Smith fan, you know, I've dressed up like silent Bob in the past. So, you know, maybe I'll dress up as blunt man. I don't know, but, uh, I, I'm excited about that. Okay. think the one, by the line... way, I'm not going to be your silent Bob. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm silent Bob. I need you to be, I need you to be, uh, <laughs> Jay, Jay. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, just as of today, uh, I saw there was a trailer for the new Pet Cemetery. Looked good. Has John Lithgow in it. Um, then also today was the new trailer for the new Child's Play. So I caught that. I think that literally just came out today. The new Child's Play. It looks good. And it's got uh, Aubrey Plaza from Parks and Rec. She plays the mom 
and his kid, you know, and as you know, now we live in a day and age where, you know, toys are animated and animatronic and, you know, a doll could probably walk and talk or, you know, a doll could, you know, see your face and recognize you and say, you know, you know, hey, Paul, you know, like, you know, the toys are sophisticated enough where you can, you know, you know, like a, a, a like a, like a Furby, <laughs> you know, imagine a Furby that can talk, you know, so, you know, with the, when the toy talks in the beginning, it's not out of the ordinary that a toy can talk, but, you know, then all of a sudden it starts killing people. Um, there's a Netflix series called Russian Doll, which I, I fucking binged in one night. It has a uh, Natasha Leone and uh, the whole fucking series is filmed on the Lower East Side where I grew up. And so it was, it was just great watching a whole show in my old neighborhood it made, me very, made me very very homesick um it's kind of it's it's very much like groundhog day it's a girl it's it's the night of her birthday she's at a party and all her friends are doing drugs and like every time she leaves the party she goes outside she dies and when she dies she wakes up back at the party like in front of the mirror or in the bathroom so i don't want to spoil too much you know it's like i want to say it's either eight or ten episodes but it, it was pretty good you know if that's like your kind of thing you know, it, and it wasn't like super sci-fi. It wasn't like they're trying to make it. It's it's it, it's one of those deals. If you like Groundhog Day, but once again, obviously this gets a little more darker and gets a little, you know, there's drug use and sex and everything like that. You know, if you don't mind that, it's actually it's it's a halfway decent series. You know, I, I wouldn't I'll be surprised if they they don't have to do a season two, but I'm pretty sure if this does well, they'll do a season two. But it's called Russian Doll, and it's pretty good. Um, all right, so let's get to the DC news. I have a huge fucking uh, chunk here of DC. Uh, so we got, and it's weird because I don't have it in my, li- there's a list of DC movies that are going to be coming out in the next, but uh, they had released concept art for an animated Batman Beyond movie. And so I think they're they're seriously looking into it. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, if they're releasing uh, uh, concept art and stuff like that, I'm super excited. You know, uh, you know, if we're going to live in a world where, you know, we're going to have, the extended Batman, we're going to have the extended DC universe for at least a little while, you know, I mean, of course there's always side projects. And of course, uh, you know, the, they all, that one of, that's one of the other announcements is the, the Matt Reeves, the Batman movie that Matt Reeves is going to make. And Matt Reeves was the guy who did the, like the, 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 the new planet of the apes movies. Uh, you know, originally, you know, it was going to be Ben Affleck was going to star in it and then he was going to direct it. Then they, you know, then they said, Oh, now he's going to, he's just going to write it and star in it and then they said then he's just gonna star in it you know then he's not batman then he is batman he's not batman well i think now they've officially sat back and officially said that he's not going to be in it uh matt reeves is going to direct it and it's going to be it's a standalone movie it's not connected to any other other movies coming out um kind of like the way that new joker the 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 joaquin phoenix joker movie is going to be what the hell (laughs) sorry cat just jumped on me um (laughs) Kind of, you know, that that Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie is not connected to anything. It's going to be its own thing. So Matt Reeves. Uh, now, one of the interesting things he said is that, like, uh, one of the one of the rumors is that it's it's going to be a bunch of villains in in the Matt Reeves. You know, it's going to be. You know, I mean, once again, when I say it's going to be, I'm not saying this is what they said, but you know, it's going to be a movie with you know. The Joker and Riddler and Penguin and, you know, he promises the movie's going to have more than one villain. You know, he says, he says Batman's rogues gallery. So that being said, I have a feeling, you know, if, if it's done right, you know, you could do a movie, you know, it doesn't have to be him fighting one person, you know, uh, it could be him fighting all his villains and, you know, over the course of the movie, but fight, you know, 
where everything kind of ties into each other and stuff like that. You know, anyone who's ever played any of the Arkham games, you know, especially Arkham City and uh, and uh, Arkham Origins, you know, in those games, you know, he's not just fighting the Joker. You know, it's the Joker and Two-Face and Riddler and Catwoman. You know, I like that they're not going to stick where it's just the Batman versus the Joker, just Batman. I mean, even the, I mean, the Chris Nolan movies kind of did that also, you know, where he's fighting, you know, Bane and Bane, Talia al Ghul or, you know, Joker and Two-Face or the first one was Raj al Ghul and, the, and Scarecrow. But I think, you know, Matt Reeves is like, you know, fuck it, you know. Let's not have him fight one. Let's fight him, fight all his fucking villains. So uh, it's an interesting concept, you know, and hopefully it'll be executed properly. Uh, so we saw the birds of tray, birds of prey. There was, it, it's they say teaser trailer. It really wasn't a teaser trailer. It was sort of more like like here's here's all the characters that are gonna be in the movie. It looked like a screen test. It looked like a, you know, like we got all the characters in in costume. Uh, let's show them because like they literally are filming it right now or they started filming it right now. Um, so of course, Harley Quinn returns as, uh, you know, Harley Quinn returns from, you know, Suicide Squad, but now she's going to be, um, with the Huntress, uh, Black Canary. Uh, there's a character, Cassandra Kane, who I'm not familiar with and, and I don't know exactly. It's a younger character. I, I don't know who that is. And, you know, I'm usually more of a DC guy, but I don't know who that is. Then, uh, the one that blew my fucking mind, Renee Montoya, played by Rosie Perez, which I'm super fucking excited for. You know, for, for the fans of the Batman the Animated Series, you know, uh, Montoya was, you know, in, in that iteration, you know, she was the, te- the te- detective that went out with Bullock. You know, uh, <clears throat> the, that particular character, she's a lesbian. You know, for, for a deeper, uh, for deeper fans of the comics, she eventually becomes the, the character called The Question, the guy that has no face. You know, and it's sort of this weird putty that you put over your face and whatever. So, you know, so you could fight crime, but no one knows what your face looks like. I mean, don't get me wrong. Rosie Perez is a little old. You know, had you, I would have been a little bit more excited about this 20 years ago if you told me she was playing Montoya. But I'm super, I mean, I'm excited she's playing Montoya. But I mean, you know, shit, give Rosie Perez her own fucking movie. Let her play the question. Or even, or you could kind of mix it. You know, you could have, uh, you could have Rosie Perez, you know, you could kind of flip the script and have Rosie Perez, you know, and then have a question movie. You know, maybe she plays a question for a little while, then have another, you know, have the, the I forgot the, the name of the character that becomes a question, you know. And then once again, we got this in this movie, we got Black Canary that can that can branch off into being a Green Arrow movie. You know, Black Canary is married to Green Arrow. I mean, not in this movie, probably before she even meets him or whatever. But, you know, true. This these movies can branch out into something else. And we could have a question movie. We can have a, a, a Green Arrow movie. Um, then we have Ewan McGregor. As Black Mask, uh, unfortunately, in the screen test or whatever teaser trailer we had, he hasn't gotten the black mask yet. You know, he's a he's a gangster who who, who wears a mask that gets fused to his face. Uh, I mean, I think there's different origins, but, you know, you know, he, all the ones, you know, I think I think I think in a new comics, he could take the mask off. But generally, Black Mask is a guy who puts the mask on. He gets like struck by lightning or something and the mask gets like welded to his face. And, you know, ironically, his family's in this iron business. You know, it's like a steel mask. And, uh, uh, you know, the character's name is Roman Sionis. So uh, we see you and we see you and McGregor as Roman Sionis. He's not Black Mask yet. But, you know, and, and it's like, and don't, don't be wrong, I want him in the mask, but, you know, 
<laughs> you know, he's a celebrity. You can't cover the you can't cover the money maker. <laughs> you know, you're you're gonna see. You know, we we have to see his face. You know, and it's good to see you and McGregor back in, in a movie that I actually give a shit about. Um, so that's sort of uh, that's got me excited. And then uh, they're introducing Mr. Zaz, and uh, you know, uh, for those do you have a do you have a Doom boner? Doom have, boner. I get Doom? it? Doom boner because it's Marvel. Never mind. <laughs> Well, no, this is DC, man. I'm talking about the the, the the Birds of Prey movie. Batman boner? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, then you got Mr. Zaz, which is weird because, like, all these characters, I mean, okay, like, Black okay, Black Mask is the bad guy. Uh, Renee Montoya is mostly a good guy. Black Canary is a good guy. Huntress kind of goes back and forth between being good and bad, but she's generally good. Harley Quinn, once again, is more, is bad, but kind of plays, you know, she plays on a good time. Then they got Mr. Zaz in the movie. Now, Zaz is a fucking murderer. He's a guy who kills people, and then when he kills people, he he cuts a, a, a mark in his body. And now, when we see the, the the teaser trail, he doesn't have any scars on him. But then again, he is wearing like a, a, a jacket. But like in the movie, in the in the games, and then even in the show Gotham, he's generally bald headed. And even like even though he's bald headed, he has scars all over his body. It's like every time he kills somebody, he puts a scar on his body. And, you know, hopefully fans will understand he's not stealing that from <laughs> from Killmonger, from, you know, Black Panther. Uh, you know, that's something that, you know, he's been doing for years. Uh, I mean, maybe he'll start killing people in this movie and he'll start putting the, the, the you know. But, you know, the other iterations I've seen of Mr. Zaz, you know, by the time we meet him, he's already fucking the guy who looks like all scars, you know, from, from head to toe, you know, meaning that he's killed hundreds of people. Um, so 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 at least like uh, they've started filming that. So, you know, obviously we'll, we'll be seeing that in, uh, the, the Birds of Praise, uh, 2020 next year. Uh, we got Shazam coming out later on this year. Uh, you know, we spoke enough about that. We got the new Joker movie, the one I just mentioned coming out this year. I'm not that excited about it, but, you know, hey, you know, well, we don't need a Joker origin movie, but all right, say lovey. Um, oddly enough, now in, in my notes, what I have, they said they said they announced the cyborg movie in 2020. I don't I don't I have no evidence to back that up. And also, I mean, there was supposed to be a, a cyborg movie. I mean, way before Justice League, you know, came out, there was supposed to be a cyborg movie in 2020. But uh, I think before that, we were supposed to get a Flash movie, and that movie's like had it's changed like directors, you know, two or three times already. But you know, I don't know if we're gonna get a cyborg and Flash movie as, as in. Of the extended universe from the characters from just uh, Wonder Woman, uh, and, and once again we knew that we knew that one was coming. Oddly enough, it says 2020. I thought it was this year, but I'm, in my notes it says 2020. Wonder Woman 1984, meaning you know it's going to be, you know she's you know it's not the first movie was like 1912 or something. This is 1984, you know. So we're we're seeing Wonder Woman, but in the past. Obviously, she survives because she's in just, uh, they've announced the green, once again, this is sort of like a cyborg and flash. There was supposed to be a Green Lantern Corps movie coming out in 2020, but they haven't announced any actors or anything like that. Maybe they, they would like it to come out then. Uh, you got The Batman, which is the, the Matt Reeves one. Uh, in my notes that has that as 2021. Uh, I hope it comes sooner than that. And then, of course, there's the, the Suicide Squad 2, which, uh, now has been attached to James Gunn, who will direct it. I think he might write it also. You know, it would make sense. Why would you have someone like that and not have him write and direct? I mean, he, he wrote and direct, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. Um, and speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, 
they basically it, uh, a lot of people have been going to Taika Waititi, who who directed a uh, Thor Ragnarok, and he said he's he's not going to do Guardians of the Galaxy three. Uh, he's you know from from my sources it said you know. Uh, you know, he's not going to do it because it's like walking into someone's house and playing with their toys and he doesn't want to do it. And, and, and don't get me wrong. It's all honorable. I also think that he's going to be a little busy because Taika Waititi, they're bringing his show. Well, he did a movie called what we do in shadows with the guys from flight of the Concords. And that's going to be, I want to say on FX, you know, he's, he's going to be doing a TV show, a TV show based on one of his properties. You know, why, you know, why fuck around and, 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 and do, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, when you're a baby that you have 100% control. Because, you know, one of the deals, you know, when you do a Marvel movie is you have to play nice with all the other movies. You know, you can't do your own thing. You know, that's how they, they kicked Edgar right off of the original Ant-Man, you know, because he didn't want to play nice. So, you know, I, I get why, you know, Taika Waititi is playing all nice like he's being the gentleman here. But, you know, he's he's actually, <laughs> he's doing his own fucking thing. So, I think that is everything I have in my notes. And Jesus Christ, we've already, right, we've hit the two-hour mark. <laughs> Anything Chris, else? Chris had to get it out, just like everything else. I have to, man. You know, if I don't do it, I fucking, you know, I, it's like it's like when I jerk off. I have to get that fucking out of me, or I fucking kill people. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> anything you want to add before we wrap this up? No, right. um, you pretty much said everything I wanted to say. <laughs> so let's wrap this up. That's, That's what she, what she said. said. Uh, please visit two strangers one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes page. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can subscribe to us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on that. If you don't have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the Stitch Wrap. That's S T I T C H E R. That's the Stitcher app for Android devices. Actually, for it's for Apple devices also. But that's how I listen to my podcast. Um, I put it on. I use Stitcher. I use the Listen Later option. I put it on. Uh, available offline so you can download the episodes while you're in your Wi-Fi area and while you're out and about without killing your data or your battery you can listen to your podcast uh, which is what I usually do I mean I don't leave my house anymore but <laughs> when I do I listen to podcasts on my Stitcher app when I'm taking the bus uh, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com once again that's all spelled out two strangers one podcast at gmail.com while I'm saying that I'm going to double check our email because I forgot to check the email. But usually, I, I use I get the notifications on my phone also, so I haven't I'm, I don't think I've gotten a podcast. Um, we as want, far as you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm checking it right now. Uh, you know, we want your money. We need your money, and hopefully, we'll be having a, a Patreon. Now, that's what like I mentioned at the top of the episode. I have started uh, an eBay page, so uh, you can go on eBay and search for uh, XLNYC. That's what was that? Nothing. No. Oh, oh did you say something? Uh, XLNYC, and that's sort of like my other name. It's on Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, XLNYC is like as in extra large New York City. Uh, you look for that, and that's my page. It's an old. It's an old picture of me. I think when I started this podcast, I was a lot slimmer. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, you know, you can. Uh, but you know, you know, feel free to you know buy things. Buy things. You know, this we need. We want your money. We need your money. And then what I. My plan is we're going to start a Patreon, and it's sort of like if you want to buy something, you can contribute to the Patreon, and it's sort of like a, a tiered gift. Like, you know, like if, if you want to buy something for me that's $5, well, if you support five months worth of the podcast, you know, uh, at the fifth month, you'll get it. 
So you sort of you're killing two birds in one stone. You're you're getting something that you may want, and you're also supporting the podcast. So you you know you're you're showing what a wonderful fan you are, and also you're supporting what a fan they are, and 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 you're also getting something that will make you happy. Uh, okay. Uh, let me see. We're on Twitter uh, at Stranger Podcast. If you'd like to uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, pretty much just right now it's still just uh, just retweets everything we put on the the facebook page uh what a, oh and we're on also on youtube we go on youtube search for two strangers two strangers one podcast once again all spelled out you can find our stranger vlogs um i have one that i haven't released yet but i'm going to soon you know I, i'm so fucking busy with everything else um you can go and search on youtube you know this show in a couple of months we'll be hitting seven years for the episodes that you can't get on soundcloud and i forgot to mention that we're on soundcloud that's our hosting site you could download directly from them if you like if that's your deal you know if you listen to you know uh rappers on 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 soundcloud <laughs> and i've i've put music also and that's also under xlnyc if you want to listen to my music on uh on soundcloud uh, but you can search for Two Strangers of Podcasts, subscribe to us there, download our episodes <clears> there, <throat> and I think that's it. Oh, so yeah, the episodes that aren't on SoundCloud, because we've been on SoundCloud for about two years now, the ones that are not on there, the first five years of the show, are all available on YouTube. I can't think of anything else. Acquiesce the floor to you, sir. All right. So first of all, um, yeah, just keep an eye on the pages, because I may just make Chris do the do the fr- freaking Patreon tonight. So, <laughs> um, So... Uh, basically, you can find me on Twitter at Pulp Skrillo. You can email me. It's pulpskrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. And, of course, you if you are in the Tsunami Faithful Discord, you can just at Pulp Skrillo in there, and I will respond. So those are the ways to do it. I know Oscar knows how to um, do his thing, so I think we're good. Yeah, and also, and also on Stitcher, uh, you know, we're on Stitcher, and, of course, Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful podcast, also on Stitcher. Um, we're on Spotify too, and Spotify. All right, so we I'm start- not telling you how to do that either. So screw you. <laughs> <laughs> I might show you later. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. Yes, you should. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want you read double it? jackpot? What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. I broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialist. I feel you, Eric. Lynette. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. <laughs> 
Christopher Colon. Smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. (laughs) Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just wanted to spell it out. (laughs) (laughs) Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on. Come I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I know. Off. You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.